Good evening, listeners. Jack was meant to start the podcast tonight, but after a controversial VAR review, the intro has been awarded to me. Probably the only good bit of fish eating all weekend. Let's go. Evening, Tate. How are we? Not too bad, mate. Not too bad. I've stopped sulking now, so... Good. <laughs> Back nice, to work. Nice to see you smiling, mate. <laughs> nice to see you smiling tonight. Back to work. Back to the pod and back to business. <laughs> so, should we start with the Tate teaser then? Let's do it. So, um, I'll be very interested to know if any of your listeners out there have got two out of two so far. And if anyone can make it a hat trick. And I've stuck with the weekly theme. And this week's theme is the return of European football and... Champions League. Um, as you know, Sp- uh, Jack is a Spurs fan and I am an Arsenal fan. And between us, we have a grand total of zero Champions Leagues. <laughs> <laughs> but, but <clears throat> we both have a runners-up medal. So, this week's question is: Which team has lost the most Champions League finals? A Oh, got no, sorry, it's two points. Sorry, two points oh, okay. for the team, and two point, and the second point is how for many? the how many? Yeah. yeah. So right. um, nice. I'll leave that with you, listeners, and we will convene at the end of the show. Nice, All right? Decent. Make sure you write some notes down if you can think of anything. But yeah, I'll give it a go at the end. Should we start with the football? The well, I mean the, the another the, mental weekend. The but title of the podcast says yeah. <laughs> for many many other reasons the actual football this week. Um, yeah, should we start with the, the midday kickoff on the Saturday, Everton Liverpool? Yeah, let's go for the Merseyside derby. Let's yes. go for it. So nil nil draw. Um, I thought Everton were far but the better team, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I was at Spurs, so we watched it on, in the pub, and it was a it's quite an even game, really. It weren't it weren't a lot to it. Mm. It weren't a lot between the sides, and I expected Everton to play well. I didn't expect them to get a point or even win, but the way they've been going and the pressure on Lampard and the pressure on the players. Um, a bit similar to what United did against Liverpool in that mm. it was obviously a massive, massive derby game for them. You could tell how much they were up. Yeah, they needed they needed to play well, and all right, they got a point, but I'm sure they were just they would have been happy with the performance which they put in. Um, ended nil nil, and like I said, it weren't that it wasn't like oh, Liverpool dominated or Everton were br- really, really brilliant or whatever. But mm. yeah, I'll just say the main takeaway from that game is that I thought Pickford and Allison were brilliant. That, yeah, that Pickford was especially was yeah. that, that save off Nunez's shot. Yeah, I think uh, Pickford made like eight eight saves or something. Yeah, he was fantastic. Probably eighty nine percent of those saves were were sort of goal goal saving opportunities, not just easy little catches and things mm. like that. It was yeah, Pickford and Allison were brilliant. I thought. No, he was really good. Um, I'm still not entirely sure what I make of Nunes yet. He's really he's just erratic. He's, I mean, he's really bit, really strange player. Yeah, he is. He gets a lot of the ball, which is obviously good. He makes a lot. He has a lot of shots, which is yeah. obviously good. But his finishing is. It's a bit yeah, maybe he needs um, more time to settle in. Obviously, Harlan's hit the ground running and looks an absolute joke. But yeah, maybe that's what that's his problem. More. He's getting always getting compared yeah, to he's Harlan. Yeah, he? instantly. And obviously, Liverpool City the two best sides. He's, they're just gonna compare them straight away. Um, but yeah, I don't know. He's a bit. He saw that with the red card, and mm. I don't know. Maybe he's just got that in him. He's a bit. I think there's a player case. in there, but it's he's very very raw mm. still, and he's. But and he's also joined the Liverpool side. They haven't started. Well, yeah, haven't started well at all. And he might be part of that, but their midfield is nowhere near it. Where it has been, or where it, where it could defensively, be. they're not. And Van yeah. Dijk doesn't look the same. And the pair at the Van Dijk and Gomez at the minute aren't 
aren't performing like they normally would. So, but and maybe yeah, he's joined not maybe not a bad time, but he's joined at a, a period where they're they're struggling compared to what they normally mm. do. So he's seeing that effect as well. But the two, so as the title of the podcast says, very atrocious refereeing, and there were two VAR decisions in this one. Let's start with the disallowed goal. Yeah, and that um, Connor Cody wasn't it? Yeah, Cody back post, and that was correct decision offside. Can't argue argue that really. That was one of one of few this weekend mm. that were were actually watching correct. it in real time. I thought mm, he looked offside yeah. like first, and obviously the angle we get, mm. you can never tell. But mm. the f- watching it first hand, I thought he's offside there. Yeah, um, and it, there it ended up he was just yeah, just offside, not yeah, by much, but not a lot in it. But he, that is the correct decision. And you go, yep, yeah, that's that is what VAR is there for. And yeah, there's obviously more decisions that come across and happen in a game of football, but offsides at the moment, they seem to be, everyone seems to be quite happy with it. I mm. mean, there's some discrepancies and like when it's fractions and sleeves and arms and yeah. whatever shoulders, but yeah, that decision, right. Fair Spot enough. On, yeah. Obviously and a then, shame for Everton, but yeah, chalked off. Yeah. Going on to the next one, the red card, red card review. Yeah. Van Dyke. Um, Van Dyke's tackle. What did you think on that? I think that's a red card. I, I, yeah. I think it's a straight up red. There's no, I can't see what the refs are looking at at all there. I don't know. Yeah. He's, he's like shin. He's on his shin. He's stu- all his studs are planted through the bloke's leg. See, I completely disagree. How? How can you disagree? That's a yellow card for me. A yellow card. Because, no, my... Why? Why? Because it's in real time. I don't think it's that bad. The slow-mo makes it look worse. And he does. He ends up at his shin, yeah. But he doesn't start. I'm not, even, I'm not even talking about the, the freeze frame. Obviously, yes, the freeze frame looks terrible. But that... It is terrible because that's the tackle he made. He, if you watch the normal replay, he doesn't get anywhere near the ball. He just lands his massive size 14 <laughs> on this poor bloke's leg. And was it Mopai? Was that no, it was O Nana. Yeah, yeah, the monster in Phil. But yeah, it's just a red card and he's got away. I just I looked at it. I just thought, if that's an Arsenal player and they got sent off for that, I'd be so No, it's it's just a red card. It's a clumsy tackle. It's a very bad, painful tackle as well. But I just think could have broke his leg. I think no, I'd give it yellow. Yellow. Did he get booked for it? Uh, I think he possibly got a yellow. Yeah, no, he did. <laughs> he did get booked for it. He got a yellow, but then on match today, they were going, oh, maybe an amber. An amber. Like, no, it's a red card. Like, he, just, <laughs> he just absolutely clasped the bloke's leg. It's a ridiculous tackle. So That's well, one for me wrong. Uh, I would go two out of two so far. <laughs> what, correct? Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't no. have sent him off for that. I, I, I don't know why, but my gut reaction was like... Mm. <laughs> oh, we're, we're sorry, we'll just break legs. I was like, no, but I... <laughs> That that's that's part of the issue as well. Like, um, was it last year or the year yeah. before when um, the nicest guy in football broke um, <laughs> yeah, Andre Gomez's leg? That was nothing to do with him, though. No, no, but he got sent off because of the injury, yeah. didn't he? So, so then said, he was actually nothing to do with it. Yeah, the foul wasn't actually that bad, no. but he got sent off because that, that's. No. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm not saying. If it had broke his leg, no. he would have been sent off. Yeah, true. And the tackle itself, I'm not saying it's red cards because it could have broke his leg. I'm yeah. saying it's red card because he's above his ankle on yeah, his shin yeah. and got his full foot planted through the bloke's leg but but like yes, because he I, didn't make a meal of it yeah he yeah, got away no, from I, a bit like surprised. that one last year as well it happened to Dan James didn't it not Dan James um, I'm Harvey Elliott right you remember when he bro- broke his ankle didn't you or right, someone yeah, and yeah, he, yeah. it wasn't that bad of a tackle because yeah. he just won the ball but yeah. he got sent off because he broke his leg yeah right. and I mean on that Van Dyke tackle but on uh, Sky Sports they, they have um uh, Dermot, is it Dermot Gallagher, the big ball? No, that's BT. What's his name? Ah, uh, 
Uh, Peter Walton. Yeah, no, no, but on, on Sky Sports in the week, they have Dermot Gallagher go Oh, ref And do ref watch, ref yeah. Oh. Yeah, absolute shambles. <laughs> but um, the guy, the reporter, was talking to him and said, but last year, Dermot, you were saying anything above the ankle is a red card. And then Dermot just flapped and just totally stuttered and didn't know what to say because he, he, he reckons that the Van Dyke tackle was a mm. was a yellow card, which I totally disagree with. We'll but, get onto it later about yeah. that. But they, like you said, he flattered about, or you said last year, the refs... Each year, they like to bring something new up. Like, for yeah. like a two, for the first two, three weeks of the season, yeah. they just make up some a new pro. So this rule. this year, it is we're letting things go. Yeah, clearly not. But <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll get on to that. We let things go unless it happens to end up in a goal, and then we bring it back. But we'll and talk, Old Trafford, and you we'll, pay for we'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, but yeah, no. So yeah, what was what should we go on to the next game? Yeah, let's move on. Um, Brentford, go for, to go to Brentford. Brentford, yes. Yeah, so. Uh, Fantastic result for Brentford. Yeah, massive result, and I think start off with, with a good point. So it was, I think, first time they scored five goals in the Prem. Mm-hmm. Tony with a ridiculous hat trick. Yeah, so I don't think you'll see a better hat trick this year. I so don't think so. The first one wasn't a penalty. Wasn't given a penalty. Yeah, true. and then VAR looked at it and it gave was a penalty. I'd say it's a penalty. Yeah, yeah I'd say the bloke just just clumsy, like just totally forgot. I think mm. where he was, what he was doing, and yeah, Tony put his body in the way, and yeah, the guy just sort of siniesta. Yeah, he just. Sort of launched his body, yeah. Definite correct decision for me, penalty. Mm. And then, oh, lovely penalty. His penalty yeah, technique he's, he's is a, yeah, he's a weird a penalty. joke. Yeah, Frank, is it Thomas Frank said that he's the best penalty take he's ever seen. He's it's a joke. And that's a perfect example. And then his, his free kick was a joke. Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> and the angle they show it, he's perfect. Yeah. He like sort of starts it on the outside of the post, just curls in top corner. Whips in the yeah, top bin. Ridiculous. Um, and did you know that was his first ever Brentford goal out of the box? Really? Yeah. Interesting. And the hat-trick as well. And his hat-trick was out. So yeah, all the FPL people that took him out. That was, you're not one of those. But that was... a. Yeah. How composed was that third goal? And the, yeah, the third goal. Just the nutmeg as well. He nutmegs yeah, him. And then jinx inside. Dinks. The goal he's absolutely lost. And yeah, and I don't know. I'd say Tottenham, maybe Harry Kane might be able to do that. As mm. in, I'd not expect him to do it, but I'd, he, I could see him doing it. Son, no way. Just, mm. They wouldn't have the composure, and he just yeah. cool as you like, cut inside, little ding. It was, yeah, it was love. That was my favourite one. That was a brilliant goal. Lovely. Yeah. And then it was was it three one, and then the controversial VAR decision. Yeah. Well, they should. I uh, yeah. I uh, no. Yeah, yeah. They should have got a pen. For oh, me, definitely. Well, the foul was outside the box, sort of, and then it yeah. ca- continued in. Yeah. Stumbled for the back of him. Yeah. And the ref just said, "Play on." Yeah, just, I just don't know what they're looking at. What Jesse the March doing? lost his yeah the the American on the sideline <laughs> lost his on what the, the hell dude <laughs> on the touchline yeah <laughs> he was going mental lost his um, yeah he did lost his rag him, and yeah. then got his marching orders <laughs> yeah he did he was gone he was fuming the poor American but after he told Tom he had every right off. to he yeah. had every right to I'll be, you'd be oh it's oh, a stone waller man yeah it's shocking and he was going VAR <laughs> check the screen VAR <laughs> you're gonna check the screen. And he obviously didn't, and yeah, it was just another ridiculous decision. I just don't know. They just aren't helping themselves at all. The pe- the, the refs, <clears throat> the refs on the pitch, and then VAR. We're saying VAR. VAR is just a human, wherever on Stockley Park watching a screen. It's not. Mm. It's not a computer, or like like they've yeah. introduced in Champions League for the offsides, like a automated system. Like, yeah, exactly, an automated system. It's it's a human being watching it, just like the refs watching it, just like we're watching it on telly at home, mm. and they're just getting it wrong. They are just continually getting it wrong, and this weekend, it's like we're talking it's about, it's highlighted just, yeah. it beyond, beyond belief. Like, these are Premier League referees. Well, some of them are retired Premier League referees, yeah. which I still find a bit weird, but that's another story for another time. But um, how can you be like a professional referee and still see that and just think, no foul, no foul? Like, yeah. 
it's it's borderline criminal, mate. Like it's, it's poor. He's so poor. He's run straight into the back of him. He's so yeah. And what gets me with a lot of things is there's two types of fouls. There's a free kick and there's a penalty. Yeah. So you have to have a different sort of foul to get a penalty. Yeah. It has to yeah. be like so clear cut that they're willing to give a penalty. How many fouls do you see outside the box that you'd yeah. never see inside the box, even though they're still the yeah. same foul? You see it all the time. And it's just mind-boggling how... Yeah. How, well, how they how come to these decisions. like, mm. And some other decisions through the, sorry, through the weekend, you sort of... That'll, that'll be explained better, if yeah. you like, with the refs. But for me, it's like, how's a ref on the pitch not making that decision? Yeah. How can he not see that the lead one was a penalty? He ran straight on the back of him. Just... You're watching it, and that's when you watch the analysis or you see like replays, and mm. people are going, "Oh, the ref's in a great position. He sees it all." Uh, then what's he? Why is he not making decisions? <laughs> what are you looking at? Yeah, what what are you seeing? And if he's in such a perfect position, and they're meant to be the, and the top elite refs, like, what are they doing? And if he hasn't got the ball, then book him for diving. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it's it's yeah. quite simple. It's ridiculous. And then I think it ended up. Then I know Leeds got back to three-two straight away, and then oh, four-two. I think it was, and then. Um, yeah, they, they scored straight away, scored, didn't yeah, they? Straight up the other end. And that was a close offside, but the correct decision once again. Well, they gave it offside, didn't yeah. they? So they got yeah. one wrong, and then, yeah. they, then they went and turned it. Yeah. But um, no, again, the good, very good result. Because it was the for... defender who headed it through, not yeah. the um, not uh, Tony who flipped yeah. it through. And yeah, maybe leads are, I think that's two in a row. Two, right? and a, two on the bounce now. Yeah. So. so hopefully it continues. Man, Marsh, Marsh <laughs> in, the, in the stadium now, so he won't be down on the uh. touchline. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see about the mighty leads. Move on to the Newcastle game, which I think this is the worst decision of the weekend by far. This is a shocker. Terrible. Um, I didn't really see much of the game. I don't know about you. I watched match of the day, but I can yeah. literally remember one highlight, and this is the yeah. highlight we're going to talk about. Yeah, and it was 0-0, and I, to be honest, I think Newcastle dominated for majority of the game. Mm. Palace, <clears throat> like they have done in recent away games, sort of just sort of defended and mm. didn't want to lose. Um, but yeah, Newcastle maybe dominated, probably had a few chances, but right at a death, the free kick comes over and... Uh, Joe, Joe, Joe Willock is pushed yeah. by um, Tyrick Mitchell. He's about to go up, win the header, and the left back Mitchell just, just not even shot, just extends his arm, pushes Willock into the goalie, comes off um, Mitchell and goes in the goal. Mm. It's just obvious. A I goal. mean, if you've ever seen karma in football happen more quickly, <laughs> yeah. that is <laughs> it. Instant, yeah. You make a dirty foul yeah. to hurt someone, and it yeah. comes off you, and you score an own goal, and oh. you've got egg in your face. Yeah, it's ridiculous, and that, that's what I said. It's just the worst decision of the week. Because, like, look, let's. Explain it in I don't know. But the only re- the only way I can possibly think that that's been disallowed is they have us in the push. But then what but are they looking at? What are you looking? Yeah, at? <laughs> because because forget what are you watching? Forget the push doesn't happen. Yeah, that's a foul. Yeah, because obviously he, Joe Willock has yeah. ran straight into the goalkeeper. Yeah, of course. The, that that contact yeah, it's a collision. Of it's a, a player. It's come off. It's a foul. foul. Yeah. but the issue is that he's been pushed. Yeah, it happens because position. the defenders just launched him and thought he'd get away with it, which he has somehow. But and that's what I was what about. are you not yeah. looking at? But that's what I was saying. You, like you just said it there, but Dermot Gallagher on Sky Sports said, and they f- they froze it where Willett collides with the goalie, mm-hmm. and Dermot Gallagher's like, well, maybe that's what the VAR ref was looking at, and just like you said, like, well, what about the what about seconds the before second which led him to that moment? It's just yeah, just the worst decision. That's worst. one I can understand. The on-field ref hasn't got a clue. No, so he just gives the goal because yeah, he knows he's got the backdrop yeah. of VAR yeah, to, to help him out, mm-hmm. but. A, but this is the thing that really bugs me, yeah. is, so A, the, the on-field ref has got the decision right or wrong in the first yeah. first instance, yeah. he's then got someone in his ear telling him, mm, maybe you should have that wrong, look at this or go whatever, have a look, yeah. so he's thought, let's go have a look, yeah. and then, 
what is he getting told in his ear? That, yeah, that's a, another whole dis- uh, conversation. That is telling him. Then that, how are they two people? How are they get getting to that point where they just decide it's not a goal or it's a, it is a goal or it's not a foul or it is offside? Like, what is the? I'd love to. I know the Sky supposedly hear it and BT and the media can hear what's being said, but what is being said? We, I, I wouldn't say we need to know, but some of the some of the decisions they're making is just outrageous, well, outrageous. That's a point I've got here. Well, obviously that game wasn't televised, but the um, the Sky and BT, like you said, the, the commentators have that have yeah, that in their ear. and we, like, we don't. I'm not saying we need to have it, but I don't know why we don't have yeah, it. Like, well, why does why does like a few people have it, but then not all? Yeah, everyone. that doesn't just, make yeah, sense. It just doesn't just sit right with me. Like, weird, why did yeah. why does certain people like why is the Gary Neville's and the Jamie Carragher's and the Martin Tyler's of the world allowed to have yeah. it? When the paying customers at yeah. home, and they also don't say anything about yeah, it. Yeah, let alone the let alone the paying yeah. customers on the in the grounds yeah. don't get to hear a thing. Yeah, ridiculous. Because I think the ref at Newcastle, they're saying, oh, he's inexperienced. Like one of his, I think maybe his one of his first few Premier League games, whatever. But it don't matter if you're the, meant to be the, the highest level, and you the ref on the pitch goes and looks at that screen and mm. sees the Crystal Palace player mm. shove Willock into the goalie. No matter what's being told in your ear, if you can see that and. I, Obviously, he has. Like, surely, yeah. in your brain, you're like, "Well, no, that's that's a goal." Like the bloke just shoved. But don't in. get me wrong. Refereeing must be fucking horrendous. Oh, God, like, yeah, wouldn't wish it. But like you anyone. said, it's that is not about. That's just being a football yeah. fan yeah. and seeing that's a foul. Yeah, being a subjective person. I think the worst that is the, a push in the back. Yeah, the worst case for Newcastle there is that they get a penalty. They, it's a penalty yeah. to Newcastle, or it's a goal. It's not. It's not nothing, and then just carried on. Like, yeah, yeah. ridiculous. But I remember that's like you said that happened to Arsenal yeah. last thing at United. I think they had um, Saka got fouled, but as he got fouled, he passed the ball, and then Inketia scored. Mm. Inketia was offside. Then they pulled it back after about five minutes. Yeah. Pulled it back, gave a penalty. Yeah, they which is the, the right decision. No, they said the, the worst thing that comes out of that should yeah. be a Newcastle penalty. Yeah, hundred percent, and it obviously hadn't. But yeah, another ridiculous bit of officiating yeah. from the refs. Just awful. And then and it moves into the next game, which probably. The best bit of refereeing at the weekend, form, uh, form, Formouth? Forest versus Bournemouth, um, with yes, Michael Oliver. Yeah. Yes. So it was a cracking game. To be fair, it was mm. two nil up for two, two nil up Forest. Forest <laughs> went two nil up. Put your teeth in. Um, and it was the second goal, I believe, was the penalty, wasn't it? Yeah. It was um, who hit it? it was Williams the Williams whacked got, it. Yeah. Into Lloyd, the yeah. centre half. Which first glance I thought Stonewall. He's literally he, again whatever seem whatever they're drinking down at that ground. There seems to be a handball gate <laughs> yeah, at, at, the, at the Forest's ground every single game so far, and been given handball, and then I thought fair enough penalty, and then Oliver is told to go to the screen, yeah. and review his decision, and obviously everyone knows what it means when you go yeah. to the screen. It usually ends up in changing it in some um, way, but for the first time this season, he stuck to his yeah. guns. I thought fucking and rightly yeah rightly so and it. I thought it was a penalty. handball. The, the guys <clears throat> dove in the air, and yes, his arms are close to his body, or maybe he's in quite a, close to the ball. Isn't he, but yeah, but he's really close to the ball. But he's also they they extend their they extend his whole body, his his frame and such, and mm. they block the ball. And I think yeah, it's correct. Yeah, because if his hands aren't there, that's going yeah. towards goal, and it's it's had a solid enough contact on his arm for it to be for it to be a penalty. Yeah, and it was a, it, yeah, Mark Waller made the right call. But yeah, Bournemouth came back in that game, didn't they? That's it was fantastic. Quite, quite second half performance. Mm. Um, Gary O'Neill. It was 2 0 at half time, wasn't it? Yeah. And then. Um, 2 0 at half time, and they, they pulled it back. Billing scored an absolute, absolute wallop. Yeah. Just smacked it. And, and then Solanke got a deflected overhead kick, which is pretty, pretty nice. Yeah. And then. I think their, their third goal was probably the, the 
best goal to score in that situation. If you think about it, like Solanke presses their centre half, whoever yeah. messes it up. You, if you're in that away end, you're like you see Solanke charging out, go on, go on, yeah. and then he nicks it. So then he's then you're up again. You're like, oh. <laughs> and you see the bloke across in the middle, like go on, go on, slots it across, oh. and then he whacks it home. I think there's yeah, nothing just better. limbs, there's nothing limbs. better. Yeah, and that was uh, Anthony. I'd, I've never heard of him, but he that was re- his first touch. Did you, yeah, did you see his, um, match day interview? Yeah, yeah, because he, he was like, me. I had so much time to think. All I was thinking <laughs> was hit the target. Yeah. I'm thinking. Hit the you target, miss the you target. mean yeah. score. Yeah, you couldn't miss the target. But yeah, that goal where Slanky slides across, if you're watching that and you're a Bournemouth fan, there's nothing better. Yeah. There's nothing better. But yeah, they, they turn it around second half and maybe they're having a little bounce with Gary Neal, caretaker, mm. sort of new manager, whatever he might be. Um, yeah, they've drawn and, drawn and won, so. That's the thing. I, 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 still, I still think if they hadn't lost 9-0, he'd still be in yeah. charge. But, but you also, could... even with Parker, they would never have lost that game after... They maybe lost, but they never conceded nine again. No, so. you but think? Yeah, they've actually had a pretty good start to the season. The, the games yeah. forget Arsenal, Liverpool, and Man City. Forget them. Villa and beat Wolves, Villa, drew with Wolves, and, and Forest. Forest. That's seven points. Yeah, is that correct? Yeah, mate. That's <laughs> from games that, yeah, they in reality they should lose them all really. And like you said, Arsenal, Liverpool, City, they're never going into that season thinking right. We're going to pick up. Yeah. If we get one point from those three games, we'll be yeah, happy. You'd be very happy. Yeah. It's just like you said, losing 9 0 is unforgivable, I think. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Next one, Mr. Tate. We're going to go on to Tottenham Fulham. Tottenham Fulham. So pretty, you went to this game, didn't you, Jack? Yeah, it wasn't. It was not, weren't, weren't really any terrible officiating as such. Sorry, I'm just trying to find my notes. But um, routine home win, wasn't it? Yeah, it was all right. We. we First half, I think probably similar to when you played them, is that could have been three or four, and mm. you always say that when you're a better team. But yeah, we had a good few chances and we dominated the game. We we looked good, mm. um, but then we need to. Who opened the scoring? It was Hoiberg. Yes, it was the Viking. It was the Viking. So, <laughs> can you um, just remind me about the Spurs midfielder you had a bit of a go at last weekend on the pod? Yes, yeah, so I can't quite remember his name. I stand by it today because he scored doesn't mean he's a good player at all. It doesn't mean he's a good player at all. I saw um, it come up. On my, I saw it come up on Soccer Saturday. But yeah, scored. after the week he had against West Ham, and obviously he's going to play well and and do that. But yeah, he opened the score and he, he the midfield general. He played a little one-two um, and slotted home, and that's yeah. Yes, at the weekend he was good, but is he your second highest goal scorer of the season now? He obviously is because otherwise he wouldn't have brought it up. So <laughs> I yes, I don't know. I, I see he scored twice. So. I assume I don't know if anyone scored more than two. Uh, well, obviously Kane, Kane has, but. But yeah, Hoiberg opened up, one new up, half time, pretty happy. Mm. We knew we probably needed a few more. Um <clears throat> but yeah, it was, it was a good performance. Fulham weren't terrible either. They're they're mm. not a bad side. They just they they have a way of playing obviously away and it I'm sure at some point in the season it will come off. And then mm. we went two new up in the second half, Harry Kane scored. Mm. A nice little tap him. How did my mate play? Big fat William. Oh, William. Yeah, he came on in the second half, actually. They brought on him and Vinicius. Oh, so I, know, I yeah. saw he came on. I did, he didn't really yeah. see much of match that day. We said about it before the game that uh, William and Vinicius and even Dan James was in their squad and we are just thinking, right, that's just written Did he get stars. any stick? Uh, William got a few boos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a few claps for Vinicius. I, I got up and started <laughs> clapping just to wind them up who's around me. But, yeah, people, <laughs> people were clapping Vinicius. Big the big. bloke that scored one goal at Marine away. Yeah, and gave it the Mbappe. Gave, yeah, gave it the Mbappe. <laughs> Arms folded, so <laughs> yeah, he's a Tottenham legend, I think. Um, Big Vinny, but yeah, it's two legends as well. Yeah, it was two nil, um, and then not that we were 
we gave them a goal because Mitch, Mitrovic got it and it was he cut inside and an absolute brilliant finish. But oh, a cracking finish! Wasn't we it? just sort of yeah, there was a bit of lapse in concentration. We sort of fell asleep for a moment and gave it to the main man who's on fire at a minute and he curled one in the top corner and, mm. and then you're thinking I think it was probably maybe under 10 minutes to go and then we go oh here we go classic classic little mm. Tottenham home performance against the side we should absolutely smash mm. and then, yeah then we're under the pressure for about yeah about yeah. 10 minutes so just quickly I just had a thought quickly going back to the Kane goal Mm. There was a little bit of dubious whether it was offside or not because I saw a load of still yeah. shots. But basically, but yeah, it was a, that the right was, decision. Yeah, it was the correct decision. Because yeah. all the still shots, you know, if you're on Twitter or Instagram, yeah. you see all the still shots and football isn't played in still shots. Yeah. Um, the angle obviously doesn't look in any favour, but the ball's past um, yeah. level. Yeah. So you can stand in front of the defenders all you like. Yeah. He's offside in that sense, so that yes. even makes any sense. Yeah. He's in front of the defenders, so he looks offside yeah. on the stills. But um, Sessegnon's ball is yeah. cut. Either back to him or played yeah. in a straight line, and we scored a we scored a third. Richardson yeah. scored, which was a brilliant goal at the time. Um, but then, yeah, it got chalked off for a side, and it was correct offside because just in the build-up, Richardson and Session Session eventually got the ball, mm. but they were both offside when the ball was played. And mm. you say, "Yep, yeah, fair enough. That's what is there for his correct decision." So, mm. yeah, Richardson, I have to say, was he was very yeah, good. I heard he played he was really very well. good, and it was good to see. He started the game. They took Kane off with about. 15 to go. I thought that was a bit odd, that. I think like They all thought it was game done. Yeah, they conceded. I think it was exactly that. It, mm. was, it was just 2-0 up. Kane had scored. We got, obviously, Champions League tomorrow. And, yeah, I think they thought, oh, we'll, we'll, mm. 15 minutes doesn't really do much. But give them a bit of a rest. We'll try Richarlison through the middle. And, and then they scored 2-1. And you're thinking, bloody hell, here we go. But, mm. yeah, Richarlison was brilliant. There was a point, it's minor, but right near the end of the game, someone has pumped it down the, down the line over there, sort of full-back. And Richardson, for no reason, just charged it down, won the ball off the player, held it up and got a throw in right in the corner towards yeah. the end. And it just sums him up, really. That's what just, fans like, though, don't yeah, they? Yeah, he's just tired, like, a bit like Jesus for Ch- um, Arsenal at the minute. He's just tireless and he works mm. when almost seems like no one else is. And Yeah, it was good. It was exciting to see him play well. So, um, Just one more on Richarlison. The rule. Do you think he's um, yellow card should have stood for his... That, yeah, I was... When it happened, we were, we thought, well... The game's been pulled back. If it, when the ref, when the decision was made, where it was made, Richardson wouldn't have scored. So surely that almost doesn't happen. So then the yellow card gets yeah. retracted. But yeah, and obviously all again on Twitter and all that rubbish. It says, "Oh, Richardson took takes his top <laughs> off three-one, but gets booked." Like what a donor. But yeah, I don't. I feel like he should get rescinded almost. It's a, it's a strange one. Like he's obviously made a yellow card offence. Yeah. I think, no I, think, I think that the yellow card offence of taking a shot off is yeah. fucking ridiculous <laughs> yeah. in in, in yeah. any way. But, yeah. Um, yeah, you see where they've done it. But it sh- that just sums up how pathetic yeah. the whole rule is. Like He's been he's been booked, penalised, because of your mistake. Yeah. You should yeah, have yeah. flagged... You should yeah. have, I know it's obviously a hard job, but yeah. basically, you, your linesman has made a mistake yeah. who then leads to another mistake mm-hmm. of him taking his shirt off. So, oh, I don't know. But then again, Richardson, he was doing not, he was doing brilliant. He played really well, but then he scored. I know it got disallowed, but he scored that goal. Takes it off, gets booked again. So West Ham, he came off for like twenty minutes, got booked. Like he just needs yeah. to calm down a bit. Like, yes, yeah, he's all, like that, though, isn't he? he's, It's he's all well and good, like yeah, being on the edge and playing that way, and he's obviously got that within him. But sometimes, mate, just calm down. Like, we, you yeah. know, he scored your first goal, and he was buzzing. Like he, he, he obviously was. He was really on the edge because he booted the ball as he scored. Then yeah, he ran it and took his top off like going crazy. But yeah, maybe just calm down. He is the definition of a shit house. 
Massive. Him, Romero, it's quality. Get Lamella back. Get Lamella back for Arsenal way. Get the band back together. Yeah, it's quality. But, yeah, it's exciting to see Richarlison play. Hopefully he gets more of a run out and and hopefully that, that season improvement for some. But, yeah, happy with Richarlison. Happy with the win, 2-1. Can't really complain with that. Mm. No, that's fair enough. And then, should we go on to the, is it the Villa game? Yeah, we've got Villa, Villa City and Villa's Wolves, Southampton left. But, yeah, Villa... Yeah. Villa yeah. won all, wasn't it, in the end? Villa won all. Um, the robot scored again. He did. Absolute machine. What a cross that was from Yeah, so I watched it today, actually. Wow. again. What a little clip. I didn't realise at the time how good it was. but what The best thing about clip. it is he goes to cross first mm. and realises he hasn't quite got it. Takes yeah, a little yeah, like yeah. dummy and then... Yeah, because you, you expect in that posi- position, most players sort of just go for that whipped. They almost... Yeah. You Yes, you look for a pass, but you just hit an area. Uh, when you're crossing it, you just... If I just put this ball in here, that'll be a good ball. Someone might be there, someone might not. But he's seen, obviously, where Haaland's sitting. Just thinks it perfectly. And the hang time from Haaland's a mm. joke. And if you see Haaland's, well, he starts near post. Yeah. And as, he, as he's yeah. watching De Bruyne, you see him run all the way back to the back post. And yeah, then it's just, a, it was a brilliant little goal. That's the sort of goal that you see and you just think, oh, another tapping. Yeah, really. tapping. But, but that's yeah, so, exactly. much more, yeah, so much more. There's so much more to that goal than yeah. just literally but, a tapping. Yeah, it was good. And... Throughout the whole game, De Bruyne and him looked frightening, and oh, it didn't quite connect. Obviously, I didn't get the second goal, but yeah, those two together have already mm. already built up a relationship, which is worrying for the rest of us. Mm. And then yeah, Villa Villa got a goal back, didn't they? Lovely goal from Leon Bailey. Yeah, good strike, first time when it smacked it home. Um, I think my mate Rodri could have done a bit better on the defending yeah. from Ramsey. Sort of gave him the eye and then just gave it the most basic drag and he, across. He got he got robbed at half on the halfway line. They almost scored from as well, mm. didn't they? So, Robbery won a, won a great game well, for your mate, Robbery. <laughs> but no, great finish for them. Yeah. And, and there was the other, there was another VAR. The VAR. ref decision, whatever. So, when people are saying, oh, they're dislocating his goal, no, no he I'm would have saved you. it. Yeah, oh, I'm with you. They would have closed the shot down. But so the, the the issue we have there is he shouldn't have blown it. He should have let the attack play out. Mm. Um, yeah, the, but like all the decisions we've spoke about already, they... They, the they rest play don't out. make a decision because yeah. so they, they know in the back of mind, right, it's okay, VAR will help me out. I can almost not make a decision and just let the game play. But for some reason, the Lino has just thrown his flag up. The rest blew straight away. And Coutinho, yeah, like you said, Coutinho's carried on running, and, but all the City players stopped. Mm. The goalies sort of give up. No one presses the ball. No one's moving. So, And it even got a deflection off Stones when yeah. all that happened. And it, obviously, it went in the goal. But yeah, I, I'm agree it, with you. That's a There's typical no case of... Online hysteria, hysteria is the right word? Yeah. It's when you see there's like talk sport the, the worst it and they just screenshot the, the offside and they're like, they disallowed his goal because of this. Yeah. No, he, that's not his goal. His keeper would have saved it. They would have blocked it or yeah. something. It's, and it's on that, because I was going to talk about it in a moment, but like when you see on, I've realised over the weekend, like Twitter and all the social medias that, that everyone, of course, voice your opinion, absolutely fine. That's what it's there for. But yeah, I just I just think like, so, like you're saying about that goal, they just everyone's seen that and gone right. Oh, Villa scored. He's got to slow. Well, no. If you as you watch with a bit of context, watch what happened. You understand yeah. it a bit more. But if like a player makes a mistake, he's then the worst player in the world. If manager loses a game, he's then the worst manager in the world. So mm. it happened it happened with United, and we spoke about them. We we yeah. said, oh, Man United in the mud. But yeah, it's just going back to that point. It you needs made, to stop. It just I, needs w- to I stop. would love to have known what football would have been like. 20 years ago mm. with this sort of so oh no we're obviously doing it now yeah, we're, yeah. we're dissecting like, yeah. every single little yeah. thing little moment um, 
I mean, I've always I would love to have been my age now when we were. Ma- imagine how unbearable <laughs> I would have been in 2004. Oh, disgusting. With, as with an your adult. Oh, imagine awful. if we didn't lose a game. Awful. <laughs> 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 I'd come yeah. on the pod every week. Uh, Another one. <laughs> Another just, one. Yeah, it would be awful. And that's what I'm saying about Twitter. Twitter's the worst for it. But, yeah, like like I said, United, first couple games, they're awful. They got battered. They, everyone's saying, 10 I'll get out. They're rubbish. They're, their players are rubbish. And now they've won four and a bounce. And suddenly they're the next best thing. And Arsenal lose their first game. And now they're rubbish. They're, they're suddenly, they're mm. not going to do anything. They're a poor team. It's just, yeah, the the people on Twitter especially just need to stop. Mm. And, yeah, they're it's painful to, to look. You want to call anyone out? Uh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> names, no names, no names. <laughs> no, to be fair, it's not. I've, it's I've actually no one. Talk sports, to be fair. They're the biggest yeah. bloody bite yeah, bandits. Divs on there, they're absolute divs. But it's it's actually not. Yeah, no give me one, on the no. show, Adrian. But it's all it's all like the big tweets that blow up. They have like hundreds of retweets yeah, and yeah. favourites, and they're just donuts that obviously know nothing about football. Probably don't even play football. So mm. yeah, it does it does wind me up. But going on to the, we will get on to the um, West Ham fans who haven't heard. We yep. will get on to your game, but we'll put that in the the next. Yeah, section. you'll follow in the next section with. Um, uh, but we'll close this first section out with Wolves yep. versus um, Southampton. Southampton. Um, pretty bog standard game, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I think they scored just on half time, didn't they? Wolves one 0 mm. Podence. Wolves looking like a team this season who sounds sounds silly, but aren't going to score much and aren't going to yeah, concede much. Just so it smack bang in the middle. If you've got a season to get there, I don't really think you're going to be seeing no. much. No, but then again, the, the decision in that game, Che Adams, where he's <clears throat> basically on the goal line. Sorry, we just got Champions League on. Chelsea lost their first one, 1-0 one wow. away at Zagreb. So the world's best team under the world's best manager, Tuchel, lost 1-0 away at Zagreb. Well done. Tuchel could be out of a job very soon. And Tuchel got booked again, so... He's the disciplined, world-class Chelsea side there, being led by a really disciplined coach as well. So, well done. <laughs> um, but, yeah, 1-0 Wolves. Um, like I said, Chadham's head of the ball, come off his arm and in the goal. And the rest, obviously, call it back. Correct decision, no goal. But also, Chadham's, what are you playing at? Well, Just nod it in. I'll um, I'll be a spoiler now. My loser of the week is Chad Adams. <laughs> that moment. Well, he's yeah. one of my loser of the week. Yeah, I've got a few. Because um, that was just horrific. No, it's so bad. And what... what so bad. What I, because, obviously, this weekend, there's been so much yeah. controversy. Yeah. That has gone under the radar yeah, so much. Yeah. And um, even, uh, I talk about Spurs, but the ref, in general, was pretty poor. Like, for both teams, yeah. it had a poor game. But because of all the stuff that happened, it's just gone, like you said, gone yeah. under the radar. And people just forget that because of all the rubbish that's happened around it. But, yeah, Chatham's, that was oh, absolute nonsense. Very, very poor. We'll have a little break, and then yeah. we'll come back, talk about the rest of the fixtures and some of the other... Yeah, we've got a... Um, this is our seasons. seventh um, episode of the series, and we've actually got our second sponsor. So um, we'll be back in a minute or so after you hear our sponsor of Double Hard. Kevin, I'm fed up of dating and leaving her disappointed because I'm as soft as James Griff's cheeks. Well, guess what, Stuart? I've got the tablets just for you. Amazing! What are they called? Hard as nails! The UK's best erect dysfunction tablets! And if you buy 10 tablets, you get a free great Ostella! Well, drunk and stiffy, I can't go wrong! Tell me more! Well, my good friend 
Jordan uses them all the time. I just got married and I can't live without them. That's awesome, Kevin. They must be at it like rabbits. No, not really. Once a month if he's lucky. Anyway, next time you're at your local pharmacy or with a shifty bloke in his car, then grab yourself some hardest nails. Because if you've had a hard day, then you'll definitely need a nail in. Thank you to our new sponsor, from Harder Nails to Edward Mendy. Uh, hopefully you're recovering, mate. I know you got a rest tonight after watching that game and after your horrific injury at the weekend. Yeah, um, our thoughts with you, Edward. We hope you're recovering from that shoulder yeah. injury. So now, yeah, we're going to talk about your game for the weekend, Chelsea West Ham. Tate? Um, so, obviously, I know you're not the biggest West Ham fan in the world here, but they were absolutely <laughs> robbed. I, they, I, was it? Was it? Was that I, a foul? <laughs> or was it not a foul? Don't start. <laughs> Tate, I'll walk. I don't, um, know. I don't know. It was pretty rough from Bowen. <laughs> <laughs> this, to me, I think, uh, is hands down the worst decision of the weekend. Yeah, I'd, I'd put it second behind Newcastle, but both horrific. I just horrific. think this is absolutely... I mean... I've seen all the, don't get me wrong, I've seen all the nonsense online about the corruption, the top top six get everything, the top six, no, 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 no. Every, it all equal out in itself, just because, for example, I personally think West Ham's equaliser against Spurs should have been disallowed because I thought it was a foul throw. throw. Yeah, exactly. Um, But, and then they obviously lost, I know obviously it doesn't, football doesn't work like that, but for me, you win some, you lose some. Mm. But that was such a bad decision. Like we're going back, there are people watching this Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, yeah. nine, ten times. So many times. And you're still from all sorts of angles, decision. different speeds. Yeah, and they're probably talking to each other whilst it's happening. Um, yeah, ridiculous. Again, if you haven't seen it, you, I'm sure most of you listening have. Uh, right near the end of the game, when it was two-one Chelsea, Bowen. Well, a ball. I think it spills through. Jake Reece uh, James. Reece James. James um, the excellent Reece James. Yeah, the world-class right back Reece James sends a header. Yeah, oh, sends a Trent-like header back <laughs> to uh, yeah. Edward Mendy. Yeah. Who uh, Bowen intercepts, shoots, yeah. gets blocked, and then uh, sort of, Max. Yeah, but he tries to, yeah, he tries to knock the ball over Mendy and sort of flies forward, and his trading leg sort of catches Mendy on the way through, brushes his yeah. Premier League badge. Yeah, comes out to Corne. Brilliant finish, by the way. Yeah. Little touch to the side on his on his weaker foot and bangs Smashed it through. Yeah, it was a it was a brilliant brilliant ninety second minute yeah. equaliser like. This is the thing what makes me really sad. It's the fuck is is the limbs, man. You pay all that money, you spend all your week. Go, that's one thing you really look forward to, and then it just gets taken away. Like, yeah, it's the um. When we'll we'll touch on it later with the Arsenal game as well, but it's that for me is the most horrific thing about VAR is that I've, no I've, point, I've like sat after in a the game, weekend. Is there? A, there's a, I know there's no point celebrating, but I've sat in a game before well, and it was like no it was need for it my. Now. My first thing off the top of my head was last year. Remember Arsenal versus Wolves? We scored in like the 98th minute. It was Lacazette deflected, went yeah. in, and we beat Wolves. Um, and I remember Stat sitting there thinking, ah, I think he's yeah, offside. Yeah, gonna. Yeah, and that's and everyone around yeah. me is going. They're throwing me around, going mm. nuts, and I'm sitting there like a stone face. Like, yeah, yeah. I can't celebrate. And this weekend, I and think it just, will it just ruins more, it. And I'm yeah, like, more so than ever, I think, this weekend. After, I mean, after what we just had. It's not too bad for the people on the sofas because you just get up and you just sit back down again. Um, like most Man United fans, <laughs> but um, 
for me it just re- it's, it's with the batch going fans and it just really kills it for me yeah. it just that absolute just that that's your pure that moment that's what you moment want. that's yeah. what you pay that's your money you want, for yeah. that's where you go to football just to forget all your life's shit for that one minute Little, of just hugging yeah. strangers kissing yeah. strangers <laughs> falling that just that it's just that pure emotion yeah. of getting a two all draw yeah. away at away at a London rival yeah. like it's just and that moment it's taken away for you for what I mean for, if he's offside fair enough that's Fine, what it's yeah. there for but not for nonsense no. like that my god yeah, it was it was poor and you again you see throughout the week um, all the pundits and replays and they're all talking like oh but like Bowen's left uh, left foot was in a in a strange position and his, his all his studs I think Sooner's saying that all his studs on his right foot were showing it's like oh, well, Sooner's can sorry, fucking what, get in a bin what are you talking about oh, it's just yeah just an, an added to the list of horrible decisions from the weekend, mm. and there's ultimately not a lot me and Tate here can no. do about it. But yeah, we just or we can we can offer awful. an apology like the uh, Premier League have offered, yeah, exactly. haven't they? Yeah, what, you, sorry, that they're going to investigate. What are they going to do? Give West Ham a point? Like, no, that's just well, not happen, is it? So surely not. What they have, the only thing they have done so far this weekend is moving on from the um, is the the West Ham game. Is that it's obviously going back to the. Um, Palace versus Newcastle game. Lee Mason, retired ref anyway, mm. was the VR official for that. So he obviously made. That's the other one under investigation. Yeah, yeah. He made a mistake for that. He was also the VAR for the Arsenal game. He's now been dropped from the next week's yeah. weekend games. But in, like, that's, that's, that's not. A, that's not a punishment though, really, no. is it? One week off and then they just yeah. go back. And to they go reckon. back again. Yeah. They used to demote them down to the Championship, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Now because <laughs> he's retired, lol. Yeah. Mate, you're retired. Have another week off. But like, then that's even worse. Like the Championship sides turn up. Like, oh bloody! Oh. We got Lee Mason. He made a <laughs> fucking ricket last week, and he's now he's got us. Like, yeah. You'd be if you're a player. Be like, oh, you're right. You're right, Lee. Did you have a good <laughs> week last week. Like it's just. <laughs> oh, it's not. Good. It's, it's like when you used to play when we used to play football, and you'd have a shitter for the first, and you get dropped down to reserves. Yeah. What did you last week? Had a shocker. Yeah, like the shotgun with you boys now. Yeah, fucking hell, I'm sure. Just doesn't make sense. That makes everyone feel good, doesn't it? Yeah. And they're just awful decisions being made and whatever they decide in the minute at the weekend in particular was awful, absolutely awful. But on quickly on West Ham, I think they've just, Moyes has decided, and maybe they've been doing that for a long time, but in recent games they've just gone, right, first half, sounds sounds really stupid, but we just don't want to lose the game already. So if we're mm. losing 1-0, 0-0, nil, 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 might, might even be 1-0 all, but 1-0 uh, up. But they just they keep it tight and they they're pretty hard solid. To beat. Yeah, they've they've got good players, but they yeah they're hard to beat and they just they sit back and sort of soak up the pressure. And in the second half, if they're still in the game, they sort of slowly and slowly build their confidence and push up the pitch and actually use the players they've got and mm. and try and try and go other sides. And they're still set pieces. West Ham are ridiculous. There's yeah. I know it's a better team than than anyone. Well, they've got so many pieces. tall players like. It sounds it sounds yeah. so basic, yeah. so Sunday League basic. Yeah, they've, but got, they've big got physical big physical players, players. That are, are ready and to do it. I've said to my dad before. I said, if you think that when you're Arsenal or whoever get a uh, a top team get a um, an FA Cup draw, yeah, yeah, the, the the top players might be quicker. They might yeah. be better on the ball. They might be technically, technically better, more ability, yeah. more. They've got that extra extra one yard of pace yeah. in your brain. But at a long throw or a yeah. corner at a free kick. You're all men at the end of the yeah. day. That's, like, that's the only. The you're all men. You're, 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 I'm that, either yeah. stronger or taller than you, yeah. or I'm not. Like, yeah. and if yeah, strength, speed, and height, yeah. and whatever is, that's a level playing field, really. Um, and West Ham have have been good at set pieces recently in like recent years. But 
yeah, they, and they just deliver a, a normal ball into the box. They they get Bowen on it or four nails from the other side, Ben Rama from the other side, and they just they just mm. cross the ball in a nice floated ball that Zuma, Antonio, Rice, Suchek, they all just fucking attack. Or Dawson if he plays yeah. or and then if and then it's down to the refs, like we keep saying, but it's down to the refs to make a decision. So mm. some sometimes they get away with it, sometimes they score the goal. They, I'm not saying it was a foul, but it was just bundled over the line, and that's a goal, brilliant. Yeah. We scored a goal. That's that's what we've got to do. And a bit like their first yeah. one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Antonio yeah. just bundled it over the line, and mm. yeah, that that was it. But yeah, I think I think that's sort of the game plan he's gone for. Um, like I said, just keep yourselves in the game, and then with caution, sort of progress up the pitch and try and get yeah. a goal back. So they look like they've gone back to best, and they look like yeah. they're they're slowly improving. Yeah, and moving on to a team that. Is not slowly improving. Yeah, they're going the complete opposite direction. Is one point Leicester City, shocking. Who actually Rogers. started off, but reasonably yeah, we well. They, what within a minute they've gone one nil up. Well, they went one nil up, but if the VAR referee was Lee Mason, <laughs> yeah. they wouldn't have gone one nil up uh, because. But this this is the thing with it's, it's the problem is with VAR and refs is they're all humans and they're all different. So for something I might think a foul. Jack might not think it's a foul. Yeah, yeah. Someone else in the pub might not think it's a yeah. foul. And you're never, ever going to get a right one. But no. it's the lack of consist- consistency and inconsistency yeah. that is just so frustrating as a fan. Yeah. That goal, that foul, in brackets, in inverted commas, foul, is exactly the same as well. Yeah, he doesn't win the ball, mm. but football is a contact game and he's just literally touched him and it's j- he's gone down playing yeah. for a foul. And the ref's gone, no, play on. Yeah, yeah. And you thought at the time, well, yeah. I, w- I watched that game, and he don't, I haven't noticed until Tate said something um, yesterday or whenever, but it just happened. Like, he just carried on. Like you said, the game continued, and Leicester obviously put it across, and they scored and gone 1-0 up. But, and then in that time on the on the TV, they didn't they didn't speak about that. Of course not, because no, it was what, nothing. What boggles me is, obviously, we're saying, oh, the new, the, the new um, initiative this year is yeah. to um, allow, it's allow things. Yeah. But you only allow things unless it... It happens in a goal. Like it's yeah. fair play to allow that one, but then if that was a corner, you don't go. They don't go back and say, actually mm. that was a foul. Let's bring it yeah. back. It's only if it's a goal. If only if it actually means. So you yeah. allow you allow play to continue unless it means something. Basically, yeah. unless something actually happens from it, you can allow it to continue. Yeah. And it's I don't know, but that to me wasn't even the the start of this game because yeah. Brighton, my God, they might have started the first minute sloppy, but my what, good, a, what a bloody team they look. Yeah, they are decent. Um, Whatever McAllister did over the pre-season, <laughs> my God, I need some of that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're good. They're just solid. They've got a structure. And, mm. and I've, I've written down here, but they sold Kukreda, they sold Basuma, but it's obviously within Potter's way and the system and what, what he wants to do. They, It's just about the team. Mm. And it's not... Yes, Kukreda is a fantastic player. Basuma was brilliant for uh, Brighton, but they've just, Potter's gone, right, that's fine. Lose our two best players, but we'll just carry on. We'll use... We'll use the players we've got. We'll, we'll add some. We'll find some decent players, and they have done. Um, and they've carried on the same way. They're, they're, yeah, they're very, a very, very dangerous side. I think. Do you know what they remind me of a little bit? Um, do you remember like the prime Southampton era team when they first came up, when they yeah, used to lose yeah. a player every year, yeah. and they'd have obviously they'd always have a good manager there, whether it was Poch or um, I forget who else they had there, but they. Um, would always get a good man, good good players, and they just their recruitment yeah. would just be silly. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm saying about the Brighton's yeah. team they've got this year. They yes, they they got rid of two best players, but they hardly spent any money. They brought in these sort of random little South Americans and European players for mm. like less than ten mil. 
but they've just slotted in. They've come into like Potter's system and they just work. Mm. Like Caicedo in the middle is oh. a good player. Even going back, they got rid of Ben Watt for fifty million yeah. pound and they replaced them with exactly, um, yeah. whoever they replaced them. I can't yeah. remember uh, Webster players. Like, they just yeah, they look just so phased, well they? drilled. They're, they're, they're not, not fast and they play fantastic football mm. and. And some days it'll work, like some weekends yeah. they'll, they'll like be brilliant. Obviously they lost to, um, yeah, to, they lost Fulham to Fulham in the week. But yeah, then and they'll lose some nights. But overall, in general, I think they'll be like comfortable top half, comfortable. Yeah. And like you said to me the other day, but they've still got Danny Welbeck up front. And he, yeah. not awful, but within that side, he works brilliantly. And he's obviously playing for other reasons. He must run his bollocks off. And that's the, the work reason, rate That's for the reason Reese picks me as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> but he's, yeah, his work rate for the team is... Far better oh, than what he actually delivers. He's so. a joke of a of a team player, but yeah, he's yeah. he's everything but clinical. Like, yeah, yeah, he's he's awful. And he they've never yeah. had one. Even no. like more pay. No, Danny Welbeck. Now they just don't score goals. They no. just never never have scored goals. But, but yeah, they're 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 very very structured, very good side. And Grandpa has done a fantastic job. The first VAR well, was it the only VAR but the VAR call in this one was wow. So the the free kick came in. Cleared out and McAllister first time has absolutely mm, spanked it, it yeah, into the top strike. bins. Probably the best goal he'll yeah, score that ever. day, <laughs> ever, <laughs> ever. And it then was, uh, before you go ahead, though, it was it was offside. I think it was offside. Um, like he's offside yes. and he throws his leg up, tries to kick it, and obviously misses it. He's he's gone for yeah, the ball. No, he's it, that's what kills me though, because it's it is it, yeah. that is. But then he could have he could have that ball and ballooned yeah, it into by the book because it is offside. Yeah. But, oh. Yeah, obviously a shame that that goal was disallowed. But it's how offside. can you disallow that? Well, it's offside. Yeah. No, I know, I know, I know. I, I completely yeah. agree. But it's it's the it's the romantic in me, mate, that just yeah. sees that and just thinks. Yeah, but then like I said, he could have. If that was Welbeck, he'd have ballooned it to Rosehead, yeah. and everyone like, yeah, fair enough, offside. And it's it's what's more painful is he wasn't really that much offside. Yeah, was he? It was, a it yard was, of that. Yes, tiny, tiny part. And what also really irritated me because it took like five minutes. Like yeah. everyone knew for yeah, they was offside. Just, like, just you've done it. Just go I think they just wanted on. to keep like yeah. delaying. They really, they didn't want they to. May, yeah, maybe they didn't, but that was one yeah. of them goals they didn't want to disallow. But they thought, oh my yeah. god, how can we disallow this? But yeah. fair play to McAllister though, because he although he stepped up, brilliant. scored a penalty, and then my god, that free kick was good. Yeah, it was it was class when it? it was quality. It was one of those like, oh, he's gonna score it. Like he's gonna. I fancied you know what I fancied him. Yeah, bit like trippy like, as the other week. Like, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna put his spins and. Yeah, he did absolutely wraps it in the top left and it was quality. He might even take Messi's or free kicks. Though, yeah, he's, he's good, isn't he? Penalties, penalties and free Macal- kicks. If McAllister goes to the World Cup, my <laughs> God. I mean, he's got a chance, surely. He's got me in a yeah, shout. Surely. Come play for Southgate if not, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, quickly on Leicester. That's their, that's their worst losing run since 2017. And in that year, when that happened, Ran- Ranieri got sacked. So Rodgers has got to be got to be next on the on the chopping block, hasn't he? I don't think he's far off, mate. I do not think he's far at all. Yeah, they conceded 16 already in six games. That's, they just look as well. They like they scored early on, went one up, and then I think if they just something goes against them or they just the other team uh, might equalise or go ahead, I think they just sort of think, oh, we'll sack it in and just give up here. We're they've got a player, Ma- Madison, who I really, really dislike. Yeah, he I'm just looks like a little glad rat. Come to Spurs, really and. Glad. His attitude just stinks. Like it was yeah. his fault for the first goal or the second goal. We gave yeah. it away. Barely trapped back. Yeah, giving it to the away fans. Little, ch- uh, it's just like you've actually done. I know it's uh, he's, he lives living everybody's dream, but he just comes across just such a twat. But like Deli Ali sort of just he was good, obviously three or four years ago. Like he's obviously had a good season so far as well. But just mm. he just comes across as an arse, mate. Yeah, exactly. um, and not and I think when it, you're when your team's struggling, like, he's not uh, the player you want to see. Like yeah, Ali went to Everton. Everton mm. needed. 
11 Seamus Coleman's. They don't need Deli yeah. Alley turn up in a Rolls yeah. Royce and flashy clothes. Everton right. want Richarlison. That's what they need. Yeah. Someone, like you said, yeah. just runs his arse off in the last he's minute. He's going to run their bollocks off and give maximum effort. And Leicester need that right now. Yeah. They're, they're in a real and they world haven't of really got anyone like that. And, and you watch Tielemans as well. Like He's tracking back in the second half and that. He just... He looks so. He looks like a chubby little well, centre fielder. I think that's the reason Arteta. Yeah, there's probably didn't touch him. Well, not even just Arteta. Any any of the top sides mm. that were supposedly linked with him, there's, there must be a reason for for him not joining them, and mm. maybe that's why. But yeah, they're in a. I don't know what. You just don't know what to expect with uh, that team in a minute. Leicester, they're just all over the place. And I said they'd have a bad. Se- I didn't think mm. they'd be this bad in six games, but yeah, they're they're um, they're in a real real dark place. I think. Yeah, it's looking quite nice for you, that little shout. Yeah, it's doing alright. I think maybe one of. Uh, the only one I've got right. But, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Right, so we move on to the um, the, the main, main event. <laughs> <laughs> the main event, I was about to say, yeah. The showdown. Wow. So we are sitting here drinking Madri's, yeah. which um, I had, did request after I did get the... Um, you said 2-1? 2-1, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it was the most... Uh, it was nearly the most typical Arsenal versus Man United game possible. The only thing... Could have made it a little bit more typical. Would have been if it was the third goal was a Ronaldo penalty. Yeah. Um, but just typical yeah. Arsenal performance at Old Trafford. They played well. Well, they didn't start well, to be honest. Um, no. Well, it's the only place to start is. I'm not even going to call it a foul. The, um, <laughs> the challenge. The challenge from Martin Odegaard. The robust tackle. The rope. The robust um, box-to-box hard tackling midfielder yeah. um, Martin Odegaard. Yeah, disgusting. Who came out and said um, in his press conference, he goes, or oh, post-match interviewers after, he goes, oh, I was told the Premier League when I came here, oh, yeah, you might he not be, chat, didn't um, he? told it's a very physical league, you might not like it. And he goes, if that's physical, then my God. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I, I agree with you. I, it's not a foul. It's just not a foul. And I, I, you'd be fuming like like you are and Arsenal, all Arsenal fans are, that it's just not a foul. It's, it's nowhere near. And if it's Tottenham, it'd be, you'd be... You'd be raging. Yeah. You'd be going mental. The ref mental. didn't think it was a foul. Well, so the challenge happens. Saka picks it up. Yeah. Great pass. I'm not a fantastic finish, but I was sat there on my sofa, like every single other Manchester United fan I know, <laughs> who have never gone to a game. Um, sit there, and I sat there in stone cold silence, staring at the screen, because I'm like, well, well, that was obviously something went on there. I don't. Yeah. Like I can't see it, but obviously something happened there. Neville was going. Oh! <laughs> like he fucking does. <laughs> oh, it's just like, just, meow, meow. oh, just get fucked, Neville. Um, and he watches it first, <laughs> and he goes, "Nothing's wrong with that." And then he actually thinks, <sighs> and then he hears in his ear. Then he hears in his ear. VR checking. He goes, "Oh, yeah, we are ah, checking this." Sitting on his chair, <laughs> thinking, "Oh God, let's." Uh, uh, and, it's, and then they watch it again, and they watch it again. And my main takeaway from VAR and is just stop. Watching things in yeah. slow motion. That football uh, with you. isn't played in slow motion. Football isn't played in st- in, no. s- in screenshots. Still images. Play it at real time. The ref at real time didn't think it was a foul. Yes, no. refs make mistakes, but at real time didn't think it was a foul. Play it again in real yeah. time. That replay was not played once in real time. Yeah. Play it again in real time. Bang! He didn't the think o- it was a foul. The only um, I'm with you. I'm laughing as I say this, but I'm with you, and it's not a foul. But Odegaard does. Doesn't get the ball once. Doesn't go near the ball. Don't have to. Just doesn't make it a foul. <laughs> doesn't go near the ball. Has his arms on Ericsson's shoulder, all on his back, and they're tall. I I don't see the leg touch all that rubbish. But yeah, they reckon his knee was in the back of his oh, knee and all that stuff. But he's nowhere near the ball. So yes, he's a contact sport. But what's he doing? What's he doing? 
it's just it's just a, it's a challenge like my perfect example is Maguire did it twice to Enketia in, in about half 30 seconds but he did it twice like, they're not fouls like Tyro I said it last week Ming's on Saka he sort of grabbed him and threw him on the floor yeah I didn't think it was a foul like mm. a lot of people thought it was a penalty I didn't think it was a foul but same, again, as, the same ref- as the um, the Ramsdale one last week on Louise there's a, there's a pulling of the shirt there's thing he didn't win the ball but mm. I don't think it's a foul yeah. that's not, just because you hit the deck doesn't mean it's a foul like get the fuck up <laughs> like <laughs> that, that's what I said football is a poor. contact sport you don't have to win the ball from Ericsson it was just poor because he had no idea what was going on yeah he didn't him. so he, he's gone to look for that expansive pass and then Odegaard sort of Jumped in wherever they nicked the ball off him. Mm. Ericsson just sort of threw his arms up in in jest, like, "Oh fuck, I've lost the ball. I need I need some help here." And yeah, I think he was just poor, totally. And like I said, Ericsson just had no idea what was going on around him, and yeah, just on the ground and threw his arms up. But yeah, again, it's just a decision. What the ref on the pitch has seen it, not given nothing. Mm. So he's gone to the screen, seen the same thing. And this is not this is version. where I thought, "Hang on a minute, he might have a chance because here. he watched it." Because the VAR must have looked at it probably six, seven, eight, nine times, yeah. and then he looked at it a lot, and he was like, "I'm thinking, come on, Paul Tierney, come on, do us, do us, do us please, a favour, please help, help, please, Paul, please, Paul." <laughs> nope, free kick, and I'm just like, "Here we go." Yeah. Just typical day, you know. No, well, it all happens. But it, then I'll, even I'll, after I'll, that, I'll, I'll still win some, we lose some. But that was yeah. just, it was just. If the, I said to my mate Bennett, if we got the first goal, that would have been really mm. good for us. It would have been really crucial for us. We're a really confident team at the yeah. moment. And then we actually played pretty well after you that. Were, I thought you were good for, um, for long periods of the game, and you, but in other, just got sucker punched by yeah. three or oh, good goals from their end, but yeah. sloppy, sloppy goals for yeah. Arsenal. The first goal, Gabriel needs to either wipe him out. Mm. The midfield, we obviously missed party in there. Um, yeah. Lekonga's Sammy wasn't that, wasn't a, it was like you said before. It was a tough game for him to go into, and it? It, it was very he's tough. Pretty on the ball, but the top yeah. six. There's a big difference. Like, yeah, there and are you, a big difference between United, United was your United. your biggest test, and you need your your best team you could have, I mean, and you didn't for 65 minutes, 70 minutes. I think we played really, really you well. Did, with the ball, you were brilliant. I thought um, like, you you look frightening. Your front sort of three, four players: Jesus, yeah. Martinelli, Saka, uh, yeah. Odegaard. When he gets involved, like. Mm. You do think like fucking hell, like they are. They look brilliant. But they we do. did have enough chances to kill that game off. Yeah. We really did. And that's like the what, was it Odegaard in the second half? I think when yeah, he cut him lines. back and he he's hit on his left foot. But maybe in the previous week he'd have he'd have took that and smashed it in the top corner. But on that day in that moment he he, he oh, messed it up. Old Trafford is just it's it's like like you said your dad's your friends. Yeah, it's been it's to been, Stamford yeah. Bridge thirty years. Never never seen a win. Yeah. I, I know people who've been to Old Trafford fifteen times and. Yeah. Never seen a win. I just think that you were playing well regardless, and it was two one, and and then he made Arteta made three subs, didn't he, at once? And um, I think that just threw the whole, threw your whole setup, your whole system. I mean, I'll back him on that. Obviously, I'm biased, and I'll always mm. back him. But it was it was the sky slagging him off that really got to me, because mm. um, obviously I defend him like he's one of my own, one of my own, <laughs> one of my own ble- uh, uh, blood brothers. Um, but it's it's simple things. Obviously, most people might not know this, but Arsenal played Fulham last week on Sky. Yeah. They were one nil down with about twenty minutes to go against Fulham. And what does Arteta do? He subbed off the left back yeah. and brought on Enketia. Yeah. So a week later they are on Sky. Gary Neville would have hoped you've done your homework before you start slagging him off and yeah. to, to, he did exactly the same tactical change, which worked because we won the game. Yeah. He took off the left back, went for the three at the back, which we've been doing in pre season if you've done your homework. Uh. And you play in Ke- you played Saka and Martinelli as the wing backs because yeah. because Ben White's already there. You've got three centre halves, Gabriel yeah. Saliba and Ben White playing a but three playing a three five 
two playing a three two two one but yeah, yeah. the difference was but then in that game in that moment yes I know you're saying you you've done it with Fulham you've done it in pre-season yes you you've done well in pre-season and you beat Fulham but in that moment in that game maybe you didn't have to do that change maybe you didn't yeah, yeah I get to. it but there was no they just thought he threw the kitchen yeah, sink yeah true like there true. was there's a logic maybe, yeah. to his decision yeah like there was logic to it like I, I totally get he probably did it too early because yeah. we probably maybe you do. I think you're doing fine as it I was. I think what what the issue was the players themselves had lost their heads because right. they were playing so well, yeah. and they just equalised, and then they just conceded again. Yeah. And it was a really shit goal. Yeah, it was. It was just a play for them. Like it yeah, was it just looked so. Like Sunday, it was, there was, there was no, no need for that to be. Yeah. And the difference was last week we had had. Oh, he's, he's he's crap, but he keeps his position. Was on any. Like yeah. he just sits there. He's like he's probably a bit like your Hoiberg, mm. who just sits and does a job. Like yeah. he can sit there. He doesn't do anything else. Um, but uh, it's just really frustrating because I know we obviously deserve it. They probably were the better team. Just, well, I don't know. They just took their chances better. They're more clinical, and mm. they were. And it's just I, I can take one on the chin because it's a old Trafford away day, yeah. and we're so used to it, mate. It doesn't. It doesn't really yeah. bother me. No, but I would say that it was your first test, if you like, and you have conceded. For, I'm not mm. trying to wind you up, whatever, but you have conceded three goals in your first big game as such. But also, I'm of of, of the opinion that. Your first five games, you've won your first five games. Like, where everyone's saying, oh, you haven't played anyone good. But you have won. No one else has won their first five games. You have mm. done it. So, but yeah, your first test at United, you've conceded three times. And mm. it, I mean, that's it, was, the it was poor defensively, yeah. very poor defensively. For the neutral, it's great because then the title race is still mm. over. It's still, still running. Because yeah, if we had won that and gone four points clear, my God. It, what, the Invincibles of August? <laughs> <laughs> Invincibles of August. We were, everyone was banging on about, oh, you, you drew 12 games, Invincibles. Well, fuck it. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're <laughs> yeah, all <laughs> Yeah, the Invincibles of August lasted a month, so... But moving away from the games, just, I've just got some points on some VAR I wanted mm. to bring up. Um, and it's a, a, I've got a few things. I need to get them off my chest, really. <laughs> you can switch okay. off if you don't want to listen yeah, to it. But carry on. There's a few things. So, my, so I've got a few gripes of it. Sky and BT, who run this narrative that VAR is this, VAR is that, and then you've got the likes of Gary Neville's, the Carragher's, the Lineker's tweeting about it, blah, blah, blah. It's them companies that get to hear everything firsthand in your ear from Stockley Park, and they're the ones going, "Oh, look at this!" Mm. And Neville's going, "Oh, bollocks, shut up!" I thought you liked Neville. (laughs) And it's your companies that are pushing the narrative that football is turning into a TV series. That it runs from August to May, and this is your like quite quite Game of Thrones (laughs) season season thirty, isn't it? It's the (laughs) thirtieth anniversary to it. Season thirty. What's going to happen? What new characters are there? That's what they run this narrative all year. No, it's not. VAR is great for people sitting at home because it, and for the neutrals because it's another la- it's another layer of entertainment. Whereas before it wasn't. And it's just and it, my main thing is for the match going fans, it's awful. It, it just kills your. It's experience. not going away either. Yeah, no, everyone's saying no, it's this not. week. Oh, you need to get rid. Of it. Well, it's not. It's just not going away. And they, I wouldn't say they probably can't. They just can't take it away. It's not mm. that will not happen. So it is with the Premier League until the end now. Uh, the, next, uh, the next one is people were worried at the beginning that they wouldn't have anything to talk about the pubs when VAR comes in yeah. or this. It's correct. More, more outrage. Yeah, you talk about. More Before, outrage. Yeah. Beforehand, you spoke about the refs and their poor decisions and now we're sat here talking about VAR and, and it's happened for the whole two, three seasons it's been involved and mm. it will continue to happen. And t- yeah. And the next one is the thing with VAR, you can't just have bits of VAR. You have to have the whole thing. So like... Yeah. I think everyone thought in their head it would act like goal end technology, which has been absolutely perfect, yeah. bar from one game, that Aston Villa game. Mm. But 
everyone... similar to what's happened about the offside now, the automated system that that will work so much better if it's going into the prem than mm. when the bloke's drawing a line and changing. Yeah, because like I guess about to Jack about earlier, I thought, I thought yeah. like, ages back, I thought it's really weird. It must sound really simple. This, but yeah. FIFA, obviously the, the game, games yeah. have some sort of technology in their games where it's an automated offside. Like, is there any way? Surely technology can like track players. Yeah, it must be. Able and like, they've it. done that now, but should have had that technology for years. Must, and we, must do, I've just watched a replay of it. Yeah, Chelsea. Oh, yeah, I think good. Chelsea scored, but yeah. But and then the other thing is, like I said, it just can't correct howlers. Like it's can't. If our for an idea was brought into was sold to us to correct the absolute stinkers, the uh, the Pedro Mendes versus United, yeah, the yeah. Um, Luis Suarez handball we got away mm-hmm. with against Ghana, things like that. Um, but then it brought in for such such niggly things. Yeah. It doesn't. But need it to also in. you might talk about it in a moment. But what's ha- what is going on elsewhere? Like why is England in the Premier League so poor, or it seems to be so poor, and that's all you hear about. But then, for example, the French league, Italian, the the Spanish league, they they seem to be absolutely fine. So unless we're, I don't know what can we not just go to them and see what they're doing and how, what well, are we doing so differently? That's I just so think that that actual refs running it because at the, the end of the day, it's football, it's humans. Yeah. humans are still in control of our. Yeah, and I just think they're better at it. Like I do, yeah. you don't see these awful calls in Europe. No, and even tonight, so the Champions League's back, European football's back, and. The amount of English refs that get games is probably very little to, well, to what it is or what it should be. At the World be. Cup, there was none, wasn't there? Yeah. Well, the Euro was at the Euros. There it was the Euros, none. and on the Euros, there was no. So they they were awarded VAR ref teams, and there was no English officiators that were involved in VAR, and you can probably see why because we're awful at it. And, that, and like you said, it's humans. It's it's, mm. it's Lee Mason. It's it's Mike Dean. It's Howard Webb when he comes back and takes yeah. over Mike Riley's when he role. gets out of Fergie's bed. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's humans that are still that were arguably terrible refs at the time, and now they're they're sat behind a screen doing an even mm. worse job. So um, just just one last point before you go on a quick break. Um, football is inherently a, a subjective game. Whatever you might think is a foul, I might not think is a foul, and that's the only bit of leeway I have with them. But it's, it's always going to cause us mm. uproar. But surely, nine times out of ten, you've got to make the right call. Like, when you have all them replays, mm. the the the, um, the room for error is just... has to be reduced. Yeah. They can't keep making these shambles. Like, mm. This might just be a one-off weekend, and they might just think... Yeah, it might just be yeah one-off, and it's all happened at once somehow, and it's just a terrible, terrible weekend. But it just... You can have human mistakes, and that's fine, but what's happened at the weekend is... It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's unbelievable, really. Unbelievable. Quickly, though, God's child, Saka, did he dive? Oh, yeah. He dove. But and Anwar is tackled towards the end on the left back. I got a bit frustrated. Oh, the God's child. No, he but, had the, a bad the, no, but going back to Saka's dive, this is, what, yeah. in, this is what annoys me because do you remember a few years ago they brought in a rule that if you get caught diving, you get a two game ban. Yeah. But only. If the ref gets Major it wrong, suit, yeah. So if the ref makes gives a penalty, and you get done for diving, mm. and you knew it was a dive, you got a two game ban. But not if the ref caught you. Yeah. Um, but then even the weekend, sort of the ref didn't give a penalty, so he must think it's a dive. It's a book him. So just stop the game, book him, and yeah, carry uh, yeah, on. Yeah, hundred percent dive. Yeah, yeah. I've got, got no grubs about that. But yeah, I'm not dive. saying it because that, but that could have happens all the time. Not all yeah, the time. It happens a lot. It happens a lot recently. Give a penalty yeah. or book him. Yeah. Like it was either one of the two decisions. He didn't touch him. No. So book him. And like, really, Saka could have been sent off that game because that's a yellow card. Oh, yeah, quite easily, yeah. And that tackle towards the end. Tackle is, weren't is great. A, yeah, it's a yellow card 
arguably some refs, the way they've been going, could have given that straight mm. red. So, yeah, it was all that. But that's, that's, if you read the like some of the rules, if you don't, the rules are, I actually wrote it down here, you've got, for a foul, it has to be careless, reckless, or using excessive force. Yeah. Like, when McTominay turns into Buddy uh, <laughs> yeah. Triple H and yeah, he's like yeah, yeah. wrestling uh, oh, Spears um, who's he uh, Jesus. Jesus yeah so this, this, is the, this is a good stat actually I found out uh, yeah. doing some research earlier um, Arsenal were fouled 12 times at the weekend really yeah all from McTominay <laughs> Jesus took 8 of them good good injure him hurt him more should have played Maguire and just told him to rugby tackle him we'll yeah. get on to Maguire but we'll have a quick we'll have a quick 30 second break yeah. And we're back with um, our predictions for the European football, the team, team of the week. week, and the winners and losers, and then the answer of the trivia. All I want is a piece of shit motor to get me from A to B. Well, come down and sell bangers. We'll sell all type of shit motors at affordable prices. Oh, guess what? We've got everything. Fake number plates? What's wrong with that? Built-in ashtrays? What's wrong with that? No seatbelts? What is wrong with that? Why not listen to some feedback from our amazing customers? From where I'm from? I have to steal a car, but what tells bangers is stolen for you? I had no cash on me, but I tells bangers. They take any sort of payment, and I mean any. So, next time you're Danny Stamp, pop down and check out amazing collection of his forecasts at Tells Things. Right, now the VAR talk is over. Let's talk about some positive things for once this week. Um, before we start on this week, we have just watched Man City's cheat code yeah. of De Bruyne, De Bruyne to Haaland again. Wow. It looks another tap in, but you see his head up, whips it across, yeah. bang. Haaland comes out of nowhere, throws his elongated body towards a ball. One nil up. Just yeah. one nil. Here we go. And Pierce just scored two nil up a Juve. Here we go. So, team of the week. I think the goalkeeper... Inga's yeah, number one. Wasn't any other option. Was I think any option. He was superb, to be fair. I did mention Lloris, but after watching back the Evan game, yeah, there's no, mm. there's no argument. Really. I'm being quite critical of Pickford recently, but no, he was, he was really fucking good. Yeah, made some his really good saves. Highlight save for me was his save against um, Nunes. The volley mm. was yeah, just onto the, the crossbar. Was yeah, but I, I was just speaking to my dad about it, but every time he made a save, he gets up and he's like. Barking orders, or he's throwing his arms, and he's he's gurning, and he's like twitching. I say like, he's mental, absolutely off the head. But at the weekend, brilliant. It irritated well that it's Joe Hart vibes. Just calm down. Yeah, calm down. Yeah. I don't I don't need to see the passion. Yeah, <laughs> you've made a save. Brilliant. I don't, I don't need to see all that. Yeah, move on. And from Pickford to his teammate, um, is it Nathan Patterson? Yeah, the right yeah. back, wasn't he? Yeah, from Scotland. Yeah. he was superb. He kept Nunes really yeah. quite quiet. It looks like he's taken over from Coleman almost. Like they've just. Yeah. They've brought a, a Scottish version of Coleman in, and he's a carbon copy. Like, wears his heart on his sleeve. Like again, just runs passion. Mm. That's what mm. a lot of fans like. But Evan, especially so the Evertonians, yeah. yeah, they um they love that. And yeah, you, again in the Merseyside derby, it was brilliant. Really good, really, really good superb. game. And then we had a poll. So um, each week we pick up basically a, a five together. And then we'll have a one each that we think we should go into the vote. And I put um, Chilwell forward and Jack put Ericsson forward. Yeah. And um, the closest poll so far, I think it was. Yeah. I think it was 55, 45 mm-hmm. in the end. Um, Chilwell just about edged it. 
from his little cameo. I think he played about half an hour. Yeah, but good, good little goal he scored. He got an assist, I think. A goal and assist. We got the he got the equaliser and he got the assist for Havertz. His goal was like pretty weird, wasn't it? Like almost obviously he controlled it. Hundred percent did not mean. Oh, that. and then he's no done way. a he's done a three sixty. Then he's knocked the ball through to keep his legs. Like yeah, like a really weird sequence, but brilliant goal and yeah, I think that little cameo. Yeah, he's mm. done goal and assist. And that can't really argue. Arguably got him his start tonight. Yeah, not that they they Not played that he was very any well, good, but, but yeah. yeah, no, the weekend came on done well. And then I would say moving into the midfield, arguably either the captain of the week, yeah. McAllister, my man, yeah, Matt, he's good, Mackie. Alex, Alex, Alex McAllister, very good. I'm going to call him a hat trick hero because he scored a hat trick, and although he didn't, but he did. Yeah, you you said earlier you don't think you've seen a better hat. Tony will probably argue to score a better hat trick. No, Tony's hat trick, yeah, that. Far. No, close. but McAllister, if that counted... Oh, the, the goal, yeah, that was wow. an absolute bunter when it was a joke. Absolute that was silly. Ridiculous obviously, it obviously didn't count, but... Yeah, was, three uh, penalties out of three this year already. Yeah, he's good. He's good from the spot. He's a hidden gem, I think, in FPL. He's a good little player. And Jack's got him in his bet. Yeah, yeah. Need, need him for the weekend, so it was all good. But um, I would, yeah, just quickly on him. I think because he came as a 10, like played, played behind a striker as number 10, and then Potter sort of made him, in, with Basuma gone now, he sort of made him into a six and... He sits like really deep, and maybe that's more room for him for, to move forward. And as a ten, you have to be in those positions early on. And maybe he's got the whole game in front of him, so maybe yeah. he sees more. And he's, he's probably he's getting more the ball. The ball. Yeah. yeah, he's allowed to get on the ball more. Um, and he's he's started the season very well, and like Brian have in general. But yeah, he's on penalties. He loves a set piece. At What's the minute, his first so. name again? I think it's Alexander. Uh, is it Alexander? Alex McC- Alexander. Quick check. It's the least. It's the most least Argentinian yeah. name of all time, yeah, that's isn't it? When he when he first sort of. I thought it was Irish because yeah. he looks Irish as well, didn't he? Yeah, I thought he was. He was He's like ginger, some, isn't he? Yeah, some British idol. But um, let me just check. I think it's Alexander. But no, he was absolutely uh, the free kick. He had that sense that he was um, going to score. It was a fantastic free kick. So two set plays actually. Um, the penalty slotted sent the keeper the wrong way. And he's got five goals this season now, is it? Yeah, I think his name's Alex, but it looks like Ali or so. Yeah, some yes, something some Argentinian, Argentinian yeah, yeah. on it. But, but no, five, five well. goals this season. You can't compare. And for Brentford, not Brentford, sorry, um, Brighton, Brighton yeah. are a team that create. They used to be the. If anyone cares about the the the, the quite well, XG, XG champions because yeah, yeah. they create so many chances. They'd never put it. In but there. they've got fuck all people to put yeah. it away. Hence reasons the Warbecks, the um, nil one pays. Yeah. I just yeah, that's why they were screaming out for a semi-decent striker yeah. that can put the ball in the back of the net. And but talking about strikers, we can move on to I yeah, think one that got a hat trick and yeah. then one that didn't get one that was superb. It was good. Though, so he was good. So, so yeah, we've gone for Jesus and Ivan Tony. Yeah, I think yeah, talk about Jesus quickly. He just had a very game in, and United have um, changed their side and and I think they've changed their side for the the good, but. Jesus caused them problems all day. He didn't. I don't think, did he have a shot? He might have had one uh, or two. He had one shot that went wide when it was 2-1. He just had a for what, what I'm getting from him as well, uh, I don't think anyone thought he would be this good. Yeah. and he's, like You see him on Sky and you yeah. see Neville is like purring over him. Yeah. The commentators are like... And because he's played in the Premier League, obviously he was at City and he did play. I know he's not used all the time, but he did start a few games and... You thought, oh, we've seen Jesus play. We know what he's about. But in mm-hmm. that Arsenal side, he's he's the main man now. The so. thing with City, there's I've, I've used Grealish as a perfect example. Grealish at, at Villa was a lovely 
dribbler, taken players on, flaring, exciting. Him at um, City is just a cog. He's a cog yeah. in a very, very good will. Yeah. And it not saying Pep takes the flair out players because he clearly doesn't. You see the Mahrez's, the Foden's, yeah. the De Bruyne's. They all do magic stuff. But stick some players. He just wants like a job. Yeah, you and need that's to do all this. you can and do. You can't really and argue. Like you just said about those yeah. players, Mar- you listed off Mahrez, uh, De Bruyne, even Haaland now, whoever, Foden. But like Jesus is he think he's job- not quite as good as them somehow. I know mm. it sounds ridiculous, but yeah. So for City, he was just like, right, you need to do this. And the other players, that's why yeah. we've got... And let them Foden. express themselves. Yeah, they, can, they can win us the game. But yeah, at Arsenal, he, he's the main bloke and he started brilliantly. Yeah, he's uh, he's, his physicality and his dribbling are the two things he's that took me by... Don't, you don't really think about it, but his strength is... There was yeah, one with really Ramsdale good. booted it long and it yeah. ran, Varane's on his back and he's just trapped it on He doesn't even knee. look at the ball though, does he? He just whacks around <laughs> and then he's, his attention's back on the ball and he brings it down. But, but that's... I'm not going back to where you've made me bart on it but the way you just said he whacks Varane yeah. Varane doesn't go down uh, yeah, so, yeah true, and it, true. he hasn't won the ball he's just shoulder him out uh, the way but it's just it's a physical it's a contact yeah, sport that's it what ain't, it's there for yeah but yeah it's what it is we'll yeah. move on um, Tony, Tony yeah. so straight in there's no no, no obviously arguments. will he get in the England squad should he get in the I, England squad I think I, I think I've said before that he shouldn't but I mean there's on current form, and if he keeps scoring Mar- goals, then he's a different option, isn't he? Yeah. He's, a, he's a massive Beforehand, I'd always normally say no because of Calvert-Lewin's form, but yeah. I wouldn't even have him anywhere near the squad now. No, Calvert-Lewin's not um, playing, is he, at the minute? I wouldn't. So, Kane's are gone. Kane's are given, so yeah, forget yeah. Kane. Yeah. You've got a second choice, and you normally have a third choice. Who I think it? maybe three strikers, I think. Who did we have at the Euros? You had Calvert-Lewin. Kane, and... That's another... Sh- Watkins, maybe? I'll... That's what you're saying there. I wouldn't know. The I don't think there was. But Abraham, Abraham, Tammy, no, it wasn't. Because no, you had a lot of things, you just had a lot of wingers. Yeah. Because they count as forwards, don't got, they? Yeah. The problem with England, they have so many good wingers, and they call, obviously, they count as forwards. I think it was just Kane and Calvert Lewin, you know. And I don't think Calvert Lewin played more than like three minutes. And it was like the first game he played a bit. Yeah, I think it was. It was just Kane, as out and out strikers, it was just Kane and um, Calvert Lewin, so. So, yeah, he may only take two to the World Cup, the way he wants to play and his formation. But, yeah, the options, you've got Tony, Abraham, Watkins is oh, the oh, potential yeah, or, option. Or and if, if Cavalier's fit, yeah, maybe. But if Cavalier's fit, that's that's probably what you're I mean, you're I, I imagine they could have played in the Euros. I'm just thinking out loud. Rashford could have played, yeah. like, really, if they push comes But to that's why they probably nine. wouldn't take three, yeah. Is, that, yeah, is that they've got other options to play through the middle. So, I don't know, Tony's not... He's, Definitely not doing anything wrong to have a go. So, if they if they carry on, if he carries on scoring and performing well, then if I there's a gun in your head, not. Tony or Abraham, well, right now, right now, I prefer Tony over Abraham. Yeah, yeah, I prefer Tony. I but then it's hard because you don't watch Abraham. I he obviously played briefly in England, but never really got given the opportunity. And you, you don't see him now yeah. for Roma, but it might sound silly, I but. Tony. One person's very good at taking penalties. Yeah, and that, that <laughs> someone said that the other day is that like Tony's uh, penalty ability is brilliant, and same with Henderson, the goalie, like at the mm. moment. And it obviously is. It looks it looks clear that his mm. ability to save penalties is quite good. So do you just take him for that reason? You don't mm. know. Yeah, no. It's a, definitely a a discussion that can be continued. I think. But, no, I hundred percent agree with you. Yeah, Pickford, Patterson, Chilwell, McAllister. Jesus and Tony is our team of the week. That's very good. And should we move on to the uh, winners and losers of the week? Yeah, winners and losers. I'll, I'll start off if you don't mind. I'll go with my, right. 
my winner first. Shout out to my Cornish Red, Sam Gerry in Butte, beautiful part of the world. Uh, he's a massive United fan, but he does live in Cornwall, so I'm not sure how many uh, visits to Old Trafford he's had. But mm. yeah, you'll like my winner of the week. I've gone for Mr. Ten Hag at United. Yeah, I agree with that. I think yeah, he's I'd, done a you good can't, job. I think yeah, the the meltdown that was happening after the Brentford loss, and I think rightly so. Was, it didn't look great for him at the start. But yeah, they've gone four and a bounce. They've beat the, uh, like I said earlier, they beat the August Invincibles and yeah. on their own patch. They beat Liverpool at home as well. They've so. ruined our second unbeatable streak there. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think they've just, they've started to turn their performances around. And I think early on in his, his career at United, he's he's made huge decisions in, in dropping Maguire, mm. even dropping Shaw, allowing those, the, the, the partnerships to come in. Yeah, allowing the partnership with Ran and um, Martinez. He started Anthony the other day. So yeah, allowing Martinez to to play through his mistakes, yeah, and and yeah. play for a good partner, exactly, yeah, and and a settled back four as well. And as a manager, I think you, a lot of managers, you see it, and they come in and go right defensively. We need to, mm. that's where we start. We start from the back, and then we'll we'll worry about the rest. But and that's what he's done. I think he's he's picked a back four that he likes mm. with a goalie, and hundred percent, he's built from there. So yeah, for my my win of the week, it's Ten Hag, and, and he started he started to turn. I'll around. jump on the back of that from your winner of the week. I'm going to go straight to my loser of the week. From as you mentioned, Ten Hag and his team. My lose of the week. Obviously, I mentioned it was Chavons that missed, but my main lose of the week is Harry Maguire. <laughs> he played maybe six. I was because in the week, talking to Jack and talking to my mates and that, I'm saying I'm just so gutted that Maguire isn't going to be yeah. playing. Like it would have, it would have been massive, wouldn't it? Imagine Jesus against him. In a, right, in it would a have been four. absolutely silly. Maguire must have played six, seven, eight minutes max yeah. against Arsenal. He's he got, got booked within 30 seconds. Biggest donkey. He, was, he? he could have given away two penalties on another day if he was like a milliseconds later. He was all over the place. It's absolute shambles. And also yeah. had the cheek to go grab the captain's armband and put, <laughs> yeah. it, on his, put it on his fat arm. <laughs> he was all Mate, It was a really bad um, cameo. And I'm, I know he's going to go to the England squad because it's just typical. You're, yeah. you're a boys club. My, for my opinion, if you're not playing for your club, you shouldn't get in. I don't care what you've done in the past. Mm. He was absolutely shambolic this yeah, season. Poor. And that cameo of six minutes, my <laughs> God. He made, I think it was uh, Martinez came off one of with cramp. Yeah. And then I think as soon as he comes on, it makes Varane really nervous because Varane was pretty good most, all pretty much most of the game. Yeah. Uh, Martinez he was gave pretty decent. a bit of confidence as well. They're like, and, right, let's go after Yeah, and, and Ketty just targeted him. Yeah. He made two challenges on him. Yeah. Um, but my God, he was absolutely... And that just shows, like going back to what you said, Ten Hag, to go in as a new manager, have the balls to drop yeah, the captain, your £80 million pound yeah. defender. Yeah, he's, I think the most expensive defender, the highest paid defender as well. And no matter what you think about his performances, but that is huge. Like Just those numbers alone, that mm. is a big, big decision to make. And he, he's gone and done it. So yeah, the loser of the week, yeah, I agree. I'm, my loser of the week has gone... I did... I wrote a big thing about VAR, but I think we covered VAR and the mm. refs and... I think that's a. I think we all feel a very similar way about that. But um, yeah. yeah, Tate sent me a photo today actually of uh, <laughs> a certain <laughs> a certain man that used to play for Tottenham, who was pen. Is there a pen? No, no pen. Andy Taylor. Oh no, pen. Sorry, just watching a PSG Juve game. But yeah, well, there's a certain player that was destined for great things when he came to Tottenham, and his career seemed to. And then he made Arsenal. <laughs> Oh no, sorry, yeah, you're talking about him. No, I won't mention that man. He does not get I do not speak of that man. Same picture though. No, we'll, we'll talk about the bloke to his left. Um but yeah, Deli Ali. Deli Ali's just gone to Basiktas 
Um, Welcome to Besiktas. After losing his head at Everton and whatever. And yeah, Tate sent me a photo and he's, he's standing next to a bloke who who I, I was too young to realise what was going on, but he's known as Judas. And smiling and, and arms round each other and yeah, just... I think my loser of the week is Deli Ali for that photo with that horrible, horrible Did you human. No, one thing. You know, my first ever Arsenal shirt was that. Yeah, disgusting. was um, was the old Spurs captain on the back. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, yeah, Deli Ali. For disgusting. those who don't know who he is, Big Salt Campbell. <laughs> Judas. <laughs> the word can't be mentioned in the bunker. Yeah, that's that's so that's blasphemy. It's like Voldemort's <laughs> name. <laughs> I think Vickner's just coming up from underneath. Yeah, you're in trouble. And. I'll finish off this little segment on my winner of the week. And Jack, this is the first time I'm going to tell Jack this, but he actually, um, after he listened to the podcast, he actually DM'd me. And um, <laughs> Pierre Emil Hoiberg. No, he, <laughs> <laughs> he goes, Your mate, season to get older at Spurs. Give him a laugh. Watches me weekend. We're thinking like, he knows ball. The Viking was the not Viking. happy. <laughs> First, he said he wasn't happy that I called Shaka better than him, and then he went on in Jack, and he goes, "You watch, I'll bag, I'll bag at the weekend." <laughs> you watch the Viking. What, I'll prove him wrong. Winner of the week, oh, bloody hell. Um, no, it was my winner of the week. Was um, Pierre Emil Hoiberg for um, proving my pod, proving my co-host wrong. On that note, we'll have a we'll have a little <laughs> break. We'll come back to you after and talk about European football and the Tate's teaser. All I want is a piece of shit motor to get me from A to B. Well, come down and sell bangers. We'll sell all type of shit motors at affordable prices. Oh, guess what? We've got everything. Sight number plates? What's wrong with that? Built-in ashtrays? What's wrong with that? No seatbelts? What is wrong with that? Why not listen to some feedback from our amazing customers? From where I'm from, I'll have to steal a car, but what tells bangers is stolen for you. I have no cash on me, but I tell bangers. They take any sort of payment, and I'm in any. So, next time you're Danny Stamp, pop down and check out our amazing collection of pissed cars. Tells Cheers, Tell. And um, once again, as we've mentioned, if you are looking for a used car, um, please do contact Tells Bangers. So, as you know, the European football is back. And I said to Jack this morning, let's add a quick little section in with your previews slash predictions of the Champions League, the Europa League, and the UEFA Conference League. Europa Conference Europa, League, is that what yeah, it's called? Europa. Um, obviously, there's a slight caveat that we don't know who's going to be in the Europa League second round, obviously, because the teams drop down. And yeah, the same thing, Conference League. Yeah, drop out and whatnot. So we, we have really based know. this on current teams that are in yeah, their current... start the competition and yeah. that's what we're on at yeah. the moment. So do you want to start with the Champions League? Before you, before I ask you your winners, mm-hmm. where do you think Spurs are going to finish? Would you be happy? Well, in the group. Sound, sound silly. No, no, in oh, overall. In, in overall. Um, I, I know that sounds silly. Were you happy? But obviously, uh, you win it. But yeah, no. I think get to the quarters and see how we do there. I think get to the quarters sh- should be our target, mm. and that's a, I think that's a pretty fair, yeah, fair go. I've got a little bit of thing about Spurs, but yeah, I'd say I'd say quarterfinals and then see who we get and go from there. But yeah, I'd say that. So before I move on to Spurs, my 
my Champions League winners. I've highlighted two. I've gone for Munich and Man City. So I've highlighted two as well. One of them are the same. You go for City as well. Actually. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. Munich. I just sort of threw them out. I don't know. Like again, I don't watch German football, and they're notoriously a, a very historically sorry a very very good side. Um, they bought Mane this year. They got like Sane on the left. They've got some good young players as well. So maybe who knows? They've they've been a bit quiet of of late. So maybe um, maybe this year they'll 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 come good and get go the distance. But mm. I think yeah, Man City this year. A lot of people will probably back them, but. I think with Haaland as well, a lot of people yeah, are saying that's he's the golden ticket. And he's the that final piece that they need in Europe. Like I said at the start, our first pod I think about City that Haaland they don't need Haaland for the Premier League. They need him for Europe, and yeah. I think that's why they've got him. And I think yeah, you you can't really look further than them. And and Pep probably more than anyone in the world wants to win it. So yeah. I think City will be in the last four definitely. And then if they're in the final, I can't really see past yeah. them. So. So I've gone for Man City slash PSG. PSG I, think, yeah. I think there's going to be a new name on the trophy this year. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think it's going to be Spurs. No, no I don't <laughs> think so. I mean, I'm be... joking, I'm joking. But I think it's going to be oil money versus oil money. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be one of them two. I think PSG this season, I think this is probably Messi's last year at PSG. Yeah. Probably his last year in Europe. Mm. Um, but they say every year, not that about Messi, but... Every year they're like everyone's like PSG, 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 but there's just something wrong with their there's, side. There's there wrong. is, and obviously I could be agree with you, but I just I, there's there's something saying it. This is their last dance. Yeah, maybe so, because maybe. I don't think Neymar's got. They 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 want to move on from. They've tried to move on from Neymar yeah. for a while. Yeah. Um, but I my gut would be Man City. I yeah, put them I two. They're the two I think, but Man City would be my. It has to be their year yeah. now. It's now or never now. So they would, they lost the final two years ago. Mm. They should have won it the last two years. They would have been the best team in yeah. Europe the last two years. But yeah, they, they, they are, and they are a brilliant side. And they they haven't won it yet, but they almost it's almost a given that they are the best team. But yeah, I think with Haaland and like obviously Pep's in charge again. So I'd say City is my number one. Maybe a Bayern Munich a close second. Mm. Europa League. I've I'll start. Yeah, I've I've said my again. I've sort of. Highlight two. I've gone for Arsenal and Man United. Maybe two obvious picks. Probably, yeah. probably quite a simple choice. But it's just whether how they approach the tournament. So if if Arsenal were thinking that right, we must go for this as same as they want to go and finish top four, then they're surely good enough. They're they've got the players. That they've they've improved over the last couple of seasons. They've added quality quality to their team. Yeah, I think Arsenal. If they if they put their minds to it and they they want to win the competition, they they'll get to the final. I've gone exactly the same because at the beginning of the season, if people ask me what would be your minimum bare minimum requirement for yeah. Arsenal this year, it is to win a trophy. Yeah. Top four. Yeah, if you uh, yeah doesn't really bother me that much. Long if you if you if you finish first, then yeah, that's good. But yeah. top four doesn't really. Um, for me, win a trophy and the trophy I want to win is the Europa League. That has yeah. been my. Arsenal have been so bad in my lifetime in Europe. Yeah, it's been. But the two I've gone for is United and Arsenal. But yeah. I've put Man United down as the winners, just because of their European pedigree. And it's the last trophy they won. Yeah, um, I think with Ten Hag that they've got. He see that as a huge opportunity, and rightly so. It's a is a massive opportunity for any English side that's in it. But yeah, and and the way they've improved recently, and the the way he started to to 
implement the game that he wants to play. I think yeah, in Europe it could be a, again a massive opportunity for them to go far in the tournament. So I just think they've got the players more so than Arsenal. That the um, just um, the players that know they've got. It sounds silly, but they've got Ronaldo, Casemiro, and Varane as a yeah. spine Who've in the Europa League. Yeah. Like they know how to win things like yeah. that. They are they've got that European pedigree in them. Yeah. That know how to win it, and I just think they've as a club. Their, their European stature is far bigger yeah. than Arsenal. And I'll, I'll, much as I want Arsenal, Arsenal to win it, how they haven't won a Europa League once, like, over a lot, it's just... It's just yeah, and I'm even... I'm you know, pretty young and probably a bit naive, but when we were always in Europa League, like, year in, year out, we never seemed to get past, like, the round of 16 or quarterfinals. And, and I just thought, like... How? We just, yeah, if we just... We weren't... And at that time, I thought we were brilliant, but we, we just weren't. We had a pretty pretty no, poor substandard side compared to the top four in, in England but in that competition we just saw some of the teams yeah. we were playing it's just like surely we are good enough to get to the final and compete and we just never did we that never used did to it. really warm it so if you go if you go through the winners of the UEFA you was the UEFA Cup back then from like 2006 to maybe like 2013 you'll see some rogue absolute teams, yeah. rogue winners yeah. I think it was like um Dynamo Kiev or something like that. Yeah. Won it like twice. Well, it's like Seville. They've won it however many times. They've won it a ridiculous amount of times, and and rightly mm. so. Like they've they know they're not quite Champions League quality, but in Europa League they're brilliant, and mm. and in Europe they're very they're a very very good side, and and they, yeah they've won it seems like all the time. But I just felt like that could have been us, and that that could yeah. be us. But yeah, just and Arsenal perfect opportunity, yeah. United a perfect opportunity to go and do it, and. Like you said, the, the, that opportunity to win, get to win the Europa League, where you win a trophy, and then you move into the Champions League, mm, it could be exactly. easier than getting top four. But as you mentioned, Seville then, and they won the Europa League all them times. Yeah. Can you name me the manager who won Una all them Emery. times? Unai Emery. That leads me yeah. on nicely to who I've put down to win, oh. the, win the UEFA Conference League. Who would have thought it? <laughs> Not me. The man, the myth, Dracula. Yeah. Stay f- well away from my club. Yeah. I don't care how well you do in Europe. Yeah. You're a horrendous manager and a horrendous <laughs> human being. <laughs> um, I've got, yeah, you've got I've Villarreal. I've put Villarreal, Villarreal yeah. down. As the I winners. think their favourites like in the, in the bookies there. I did, I did actually look at them. I just saw them. I just saw yeah. Villarreal, Emery, yeah. bang, you're winning a trophy. Exactly like that. And they were good last year in Europe. And they, mm. I think Champions League, wouldn't they? They almost caused a few upsets. Uh, they semi-final, didn't they? Liverpool, Liverpool yeah. Mm. And, and before that, they won it. They won the Europa. Yeah. They won the and Europa, you look at their side, they had La Celso... Like, who was a main main part of their team? Just an awful, awful, awful player. Yeah, Oreo played. Capu, Juan Foyf was in there as well. Number He's eight. A good player. He's a good player, to be fair. But yeah, Emery's behind it all, and I, yeah, I can't see past him really. If if he's in charge, and they again like like Arsenal in the Europa League and United, if they want to go for it, I think it's theirs theirs to lose really. Not the Mighty Hammers. No, the the massive club from East London, not a chance. They they had their moment last year in this. Bear in mind, last year they didn't actually get to the final. You lost against a mid-table German mm. side over two legs. Just repeat that. You lost to a mid-table German side over two legs in the biggest game of all your lives. Um, so, no, West Ham will not win Europa Conference League. I'll give a quick shout-out because um, Silas, my um, sister's boyfriend, did text me in the week and did say that West Ham will win the Conference oh, League. Oh, Silas. He sorry. said, as long as they sign Paquette, <laughs> sorry, Silas. which they have, they oh, will win no. the Europa League. No, I said, no, I'm no. going to screenshot that <laughs> and put it on the pod. No, it's not happening. It's not so, happening. I don't think they will. Champions League. I, I don't think they will. But, no. Yeah. Moving on 
from that. So obviously we don't know who's going to drop down into these leagues. Spurs could win the Europa League for all we know. Yeah. No, could happen. Just quickly on Spurs before we move on. I think we've got a a favourable group and everyone's saying, oh, it's Europa League group. No, it's just a, a favourable group. We should go through second or first, I think. I think we'll win two games at home and win one away and then that do you should think you'll be meet that? Do you think you'll beat that mid-table German club? What, Frankfurt? Yeah. I bloody hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really hope so. But I think we'll win two at home, one away, nine points and then whatever happens in the rest. So I think we'll go through whatever happens in that competition. Great. Um, but I have to say, Con- Conte's record in Europe is shocking. I think mm. he's been in the Champions League five times in the last two seasons he's been in the Champions League he got eliminated in the group stage and he's got to the round of 16 once and the quarterfinals once so I hope that changes this year has he ever managed in the Europa League uh, I think he has I mean that's the closest I, no he I has I don't know I'm just, I'm just playing out there yeah no he has that was the closest he's got to any sort of European success yeah didn't he lose the final to in lockdown final I've got a feeling like in, in no, he lost did. it he, uh, to um Seville, was it Seville? No, Poss- um, possibly. It was Seville. Yeah, they lost it to Seville. Got, that's the I don't know if he was a manager, but I know yeah. Lukaku was there. That's the closest he's got to like European success. He's won ten trophies. <laughs> he's he's won he's won ten trophies, but all domestic. So I'm not saying we're going to win Champions League. I, I don't think. Has I he won a trophy of Spurs? At the ten. <laughs> Has Moyes won a trophy at West Ham? <laughs> I know Arteta yeah, has. That's, <laughs> that's what I said, boys. Is. <laughs> I can't mention Arteta. <laughs> but, yeah. Arteta's won two. Boroth. Right. That brings us to our f- oh second final segment. Right. Big game at the weekend. Oh, yeah. Spurs versus... Oh, sorry. Manchester City versus Tottenham, Tottenham Hotspur. Hotspur. So, this fixture gives me PTSD of the finest order. This was the first time I ever, <laughs> ever was horrified of VAR when Sterling scored that oh. goal. And then last year, we Correct watched decision. the ship. Correct decision. Though. Sitting next to Jack. Oh, what a day that was. And I was what like, a day. Arsenal just beaten Brentford. They're like six, seven points clear of Spurs. And you've now got City away. And I'm sitting here thinking, oh, I'm going to have a lovely time here. You're going to get absolutely uh, battered. And then I said the same to you. I said, if we get away 3-4-0, that's fine. That's absolutely fine, man. Yeah, how wrong was I? We were brilliant. We were brilliant. So, quick prediction. I'm going to go 2-1 City. 2-1 City. I think it'll be a close game. Kane and Haaland. The battle of the nines. Yeah. And I think Haaland will just just come on top. I've Yeah, I've gone to see I said 3-2 to Man City. I think goals, like I said, Haaland versus Kane. Kane last year was ridiculous. Son, Son seems to play well. I know he hasn't been fantastic at the start of the season, but seems to play really well against City. Mm. Uh, Kudelski was brilliant last year and his I think maybe his first start or something stupid, but I think we'll be good. I think we will turn up and but like we said we'd we've we've been unbeaten. Not that we need to lose, but if we lose against them, that's okay, we can crack on and mm. we start again. But I think yeah, we normally we for some, whatever reason we do play well against City and I think it'll be similar next week uh, the weekend. But I think yeah, they'll they'll just they'll just pip us. I think three two, perfect. Right, moving on to the final segment, and I know it's been a long podcast, so yeah. thank you if you're still if here. You're still with us. Thank you very <laughs> it's much. Been our longest really one. Yeah. Final answer. So, <coughs> I asked you an hour and forty minutes ago. <laughs> I actually forgot the question. Which team has lost the most Champions League finals? Two points up the grabs. A the team and B the number. Hmm. 
No idea. Uh, are they English? No. No, no English. Okay. I'll give you three questions. Three, three, three clues. You can okay. ask me questions. Are they Italian? Correct. Do they play in red and black? <laughs> no. 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 Don't know why that took me that song. Is it Juve? It is Juventus. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was never... Obviously, I asked questions, but yeah, I was so far from Juve. Juve, and I think they have lost four finals. Seven. Seven finals, bloody hell. 1973, 83, 97, 98, 2003, 2015, and 2017. Oh, I remember the the most recent one, because Mandzukic scored, didn't he? Yeah, the overhead kick. Yeah. They lost to... I know the last three off the top of my head, they lost to Real Madrid, Barcelona, and 2003. They lost on penalties to um, AC Milan. It was at Old Trafford. It was a really boring 0-0 mm. game. That's but, um, seven times. So, seven, yeah, if you did get that, fair enough. Seven losses is, is quite a lot. That's shocking, yeah. But, um, yeah, that brings a end to the... Yeah, um, if you're, again, if you're still with us, then really appreciate it. Very atrocious refereeing, very, very long podcast. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Take your pick. But, yeah, just keep just keep talking to us about it, sharing it. Send please, Like this week, if you could send it on to your, your brother or your, your dad or your uncle, your whoever likes football, if you're... If you've got a sister whose boyfriend loves football or whatever it is, just yeah. your work colleague, pass it on to them, tell them about it, share it. And just, yeah, we're, we're trying to make this as as good and as big as possible. So, yeah, just keep sharing Yeah, and it. keep your comments coming in, your feedback coming in. We yeah. hope we've got better. Yeah. We I think I the, like sa- the sound better. quality's got up. So yeah. We think, well, hopefully we haven't played this one back. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. We are getting more and more adverts in. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, huge shout out to the sponsors as well. Yeah, so if you need a new car, if you need some hard as nails, then <laughs> <laughs> you know where to go. Uh, but yeah, thanks again for listening and, and see yeah. you on the next one. Stay loyal.